there. Oh, hello. Hey. Hi. <gasps> Who is that? <laughs> Who is it? I'm oh, not it's... saying anything. <laughs> oh my God, who's that? They turn to look at me at the same time. And I'm just like, yeah, no. That was your cue. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Boy, we sure are spooked. We got spooked good. We have spooked. very special guests back for the second time. Yeah, that was a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the last one was so much fun. Yeah, Lauren yeah, and TJ. Unless you were listening to it. <laughs> Man, we. I enjoyed that episode. Not only did we have that like whole I said, conversation, unless you were listening to it, we then we then listened to it again together. That's yeah, right. that's right. We, we did. did. Yeah, which is a very interesting thing to do is have a <laughs> have a fun time with people, then relive that Listen entire to yourselves fun having time. a fun time. But at that time, we'd also spent like twenty hours in a car together within like four days. True. So yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Like shut everybody else up. Yeah. It was listen it was, to your own talking. It was pretty good to just like, why should I have a conversation when I'm so tired? When I could let me do it for me. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk. Here. I was just pretty good at this talking. yesterday. Let's yeah. just remember those times. <laughs> but I'm really <laughs> glad you guys are back. You yes. guys were great last time, and I'm really glad that you're back. And this time, um, Laura did research, and she's going to do that for us. And mm. we've had like three weeks worth of us not having to do research. Oh, and slackers. it is like summer vacation. It's super. It's, it's like <laughs> yeah. slacker time for us. We just let it's other great. people bring us stories. Sit around drinking beer. So how do you guys feel now that you've made it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, First of all, let me just say you're correct. Pretty good. Yeah, we're so famous. I appreciate your astute observation that we've totally made it. I get recognized all the time. Yeah. Just, they just hear your voice in the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they recognize like, my face. Oh, okay. they From my podcast. From your podcast. Mostly <laughs> you from the Sight Gags podcast, though. Okay. Oh. Yeah. The Sight Gags podcast. Oh, I see Podcast Dog is getting more involved this time. Yes. Um, I'm trying to ignore him. But, uh, but yeah, no. So and now I'm trying to remember what the when we were all together last time, what the episode was actually about. Sex it robots. The sex, sex robots. robots. Oh, that's right. I, I can't forget because <laughs> sex robots. I, I'm wondering how one. you forgot. I oh. don't know. That's disturbing, isn't it? The, the kind of disturbing things I can forget. Like that was just a regular Wednesday for just you. We, we do this once a week. It was just a regular yeah. Wednesday for us. Just all that, <laughs> that, that pervy stuff uh-huh. just rolls right off it's my shoulders. Still, like now. in the grand scheme of things, like I yeah. feel like sex robots still isn't the norm for you. <laughs> well, That's you know, true. you're probably right, but I'm oh, not so going I to I mean, I'm sorry that. if that reads there on are, There are a lot of <laughs> shut doors upstairs. There might be something hidden up there. <laughs> oh my There's God. only one shut door and it's the room you're sleeping in tonight, so good luck. Okay. <laughs> Something grabs me from under the bed. I'm Don't look in the closet. That's all I'm saying. Don't look in the closet. Mm. When I was staying with my grandma when I was like 16, we mm. looked in her closet and it was this giant picture of the Pope. <laughs> wow. That's where pictures of the Pope go. I love it. Yeah, we, we were like, what's in the closet? And we opened it up and we were like, that is the biggest picture of the Pope ever. <laughs> I like that you just transitioned from sex bots to the Pope. <laughs> it's a natural transition. And like nobody batted an eye. Yeah. You like, think the Pope doesn't have a sex robot? Come on. Well, you know, sex robots in the closet, Pope in the closet. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> This is weird. This is a weird yeah, start. It could get a lot weirder, but let's not go that direction. Uh, but yeah, no, that was what that was a really fun episode, and that taught me some disturbing things that I didn't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. 
Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so we'll never be the same. Um, but That's what uh, I say after every podcast you guys do. <laughs> You'll never be the same. Yeah. <laughs> Increasingly. So we have some episodes. I don't want to say exactly what, but there's one topic in particular that we were talking about the other night doing. Sort of one of these uh, apocryphal, sort of shocking internet sort of things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't want to say too much more about it, but we were even debating, like, what are the bounds of taste for this show? Yeah, I think we decided we probably won't do it on this show. We might just... The bounds of taste for the internet or for this show. (laughs) For this show. Right. We've... Because, you know, we get weird here, but we have, like, we have a certain degree of weird we're willing to go, I think. I mean, we're... We're not exactly family friendly because we'll kind of discuss anything and we swear and whatever. But still, yeah. like maybe like fourteen year olds who yeah. you swear liberally around already, they could probably listen. Yeah, it's true. So that that's kind of the limit thus far. But we did have that sex robots episode <laughs> that we just talked about. So I don't know. I'm still thinking about this picture of the Pope. <laughs> my my big question is. <laughs> Why did she put it in the closet? And also, I, which Pope? I don't... Yeah, this, okay. Were you, talk, were you was, talking JP, too? Yes. It was, so. it was... Pope only comes out on it holidays. It was John Paul II, <laughs> and... He's, he's a special occasion Pope. There was literally a picture of the Pope and Jesus and a cross in every single room. Like, all of her... Every room, every wall had, like, Jesus on it and crosses and so stuff. So she was wow. very Catholic. Yeah, and so, like, we open up the closet and we're like... Was well, it all wow. one thing? Was it, like, an Avengers poster where you got, like, the... <laughs> Pope and then, like Jesus over his shoulder and then Thanos in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's like this big splash text, the Bible. <laughs> so I'm just assuming it was like an extra Pope, just in case. Bonus Pope. Bonus Pope. Man, that in- house comes with a bonus Pope? Yeah, My God. Because, you know, you never know when you need an extra Pope. <laughs> you know what's funny is it's almost like she had engineered a situation wherein you can never get away from it. You can never have it's, too many popes. Even yeah. if you open the closet, closet. and go inside, you're, you're still, still hanging out in there with the popes. <laughs> <They're still>, you're <laughs> always blessed. Yes. <laughs> you well, can't escape the popes wandering. Maybe it's one of those things that she's like, if I rearrange my furniture and I realize there's spare room for a pope, I have a pope to put there. Yeah. <laughs> just need an extra. Wow. Just, or maybe she had rearranged things and, and then, then there wasn't room, there wasn't for, room a for a pope right there anymore yeah. and she had to store it. It's almost like she approached it like lighting. Like you just need to have it everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. Just spaced out. I like out. to call it Pope Closet. Pope Closet. <laughs> That's Pope Closet. It's like a little meditation <laughs> chamber for you and your Pope. Yeah. I'm just so. I'm this so. This is a fantastic. What, what if she stored something important in that closet? Maybe you guys didn't dig far enough. Maybe the Pope was guarding something. Yeah, the what was Pope behind was the Pope? Guarding okay, something. yeah, we didn't, we didn't remove the Pope to see what was behind it. He's mm-hmm. like the dog in well, the I mean, Harry Potter would? movies. That's the perfect thing. Like that's in the room guarding. She something. probably had like a million dollars in unmarked bills hiding behind the Pope. Yeah, no one's gonna. The touch Pope, that Pope is like Cerberus. <laughs> Cerberus. Um, Fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> Magical guardian Pope. Yes. I really like this a lot. I'm just like, because <laughs> I have, I have to say, as far as how many popes are in my house, there's zero. We popes. can make a movie. Yeah. We already have the poster. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like a rocky landscape, <laughs> just, and then like one brave pope with his arms crossed. He's got like a tattered pope. Somebody rope. Photoshop yeah. out Thanos. <laughs> I Photoshop I in Catholic Thanos. in my. My family is all Catholic for the most part, but n- none of us were Catholic enough to have even one picture of the Pope, oh, yeah. man. let alone one in every room yeah. and a spare in the closet. <laughs> she, she was a special Catholic. 
I'm reminded I of... I feel like in other places, I would have opened up the closet door and been like, who the hell is this? Weird, but in my family, we just... We were holiday Catholics for the most part. My grandparents still go to church all the time, but... Yeah. The rest of us were bad religious people. I, I'm reminded of, I used to have this record. It was like my favorite possession. I got it at the, like it was like an apartment sale, like an old man. You got had, it at the five and dime store. I did not. Uh, I got, well, so, you should have. it was like an old man's apartment. He had died and his son was like selling some of his things. They were like emptying the apartment out. And I got <laughs> like his, an estate sale kind of thing. Yeah. And I got like boxes of his records. Most of them are like, I've never listened to them. Cause like, they're like a lot of like. Holiday music, religious music, things that generally I don't have a use for. But one of them was this beautiful record entitled Pope John Paul Sings. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Do you still have that? I don't. I think I remember why. The reason I don't is I had, it was like a weird gift exchange thing at work. And I was like, this is the one. What else do I have odder than Pope John Paul Sings? (laughs) So I gave it uh, to my friend Natalie and she says it, it is now a regular staple of their holiday white elephant. Someone always gets John that's, Paul sings. Yeah, that's fantastic. You've like started a tradition. <laughs> a family tradition a family for tradition. someone else's family, yeah. which is that's, hard to do. It's just yeah. bouncing around the family now. Yeah. I, that's I, great. I don't even know what to say to this. <laughs> it's, it's strange, isn't it? I, I have a habit of like, I don't even have a record player, but obviously Dave does. So whenever we go somewhere like, we go on vacation somewhere. Sometimes we'll wander into a record store. And I have a habit of just buying the first weird record I see. And <laughs> it's usually like two bucks, four bucks. And then be like, we'll figure out if it's good later. Mm-hmm. And the last time I did that was when we went to Baltimore. And actually, it's really good. And the lady is still making music. And she's... Her music isn't bad. And her song titles were really funny. And yeah. sort of irreverent, and she's still going. What the name of the record was? It was like so, it was like uh, something like it was something about like this is what women in the eighties do, or something like this is what people in the eighties did, and it was a really what's long your title. It's upstairs. What, wait, what's, what's your it? favorite record store? We got one here in Youngstown. That's all right. We have a favorite record store. Remember that episode like a couple times ago where you said you weren't a hipster. <laughs> Zing. I, I don't really record shop most of the time except wow. when we go places because wow. I don't have something to play it on. Oh, I know wow. that I am. I just don't want to be. I've been told. You're not telling me anything I haven't heard. We're going to need to keep a goose chase scorecard <laughs> for God. sick burns. How how if much can we decimate Christy's ego? <laughs> um, although I, I will say... One of my favorite record stores. <laughs> no, there was a record store no. where I lived in Oak Park named Val's Hala Records. It's a pretty good name. Okay, that's a good name. Yeah. yeah. Her name was, the owner's name was Val. Okay. And no. she passed away a couple months ago. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> she passed away a couple months ago, which is like oh. a huge blow to everyone in that area because she'd been there for like 40 years. Yeah, probably, probably someone like and that. Everyone knows her. it was a really cool record shop where you would just go in and everyone was like, Really awkward, but you would have some kind of conversation about music while you were there and bond over that. It was a cool place. We have a place here in Youngstown called uh, Geo's, and it is it's like one of those record stores where everywhere you look, you're like, I don't even know if this is all for sale because it's just mountains of records. Yeah. But like there's always the certainty that you're going to find something special in there. Uh, And if you shop there enough, Geo will remember you. 
and he'll go, oh, okay, this is the kind of stuff that, you, and he'll set stuff aside for you. Like, like my, my buddy Chris has like an increasingly huge collection of Frank Zappa records because Geo just sets Zappa aside for him all the time. The only other person I know who likes Frank Zappa is my brother. They probably get along. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> I like yeah. Zappa. People, I think when people like Zappa, especially when they're really well, into Zappa. no, not like like. He like loves Zappa. Yeah. Like okay. this is like his favorite artist ever. He thinks the man's a genius. Yeah. When people are really into Zappa, that's a specific, I think. Yeah. That's like a really specific interest. So I went to see the band Orgy once. This gets back to Zappa, I promise. <laughs> I went to see the band Orgy in high school with my friend Katie, and her mm-hmm. dad um, drove us there and stayed there the whole time with us and got us, like, an opportunity to meet the band because he just talked to people while he was there, and I think he got us free T-shirts. Like, he worked magic. Yeah. Um but he was a huge Zappa fan, so that, that heavy breathing isn't me. It's a dog. <laughs> so on, on the way to go see Orgy, we listened to nothing but Frank Zappa, and it was a very interesting conversation. Yeah, or a very interesting. Oh, go lay down, dog. I don't know go what word I'm going dog. for. Yeah. A combination yeah. of music that evening. Go go away, podcast dog. I, he really clearly has something he wants to say, but I'm not about to indulge him right now. Um. <laughs> Uh, Maybe he just wants to be creepy and breathe heavily been, in that, that would microphone. Have been if they <laughs> listen to the Pope singing. <laughs> I, you know what? You know what the worst thing is? I never even got to listen to it. Man, you got to go to you one of Natalie's on Christmas parties. Yeah, I was gonna say, go to the White Elephant. Oh, you might get it. Just get invited to the family exchange. Yeah, Natalie, I don't think you listen to this, but nah, I don't think she does either. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but if, if she get is listening, it. I, I want to come to your family Christmas party. <laughs> I want my record back in extraordinary fashion. <laughs> Rip him an A-track. <laughs> I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I'm sure if I pull this up on YouTube, you, yeah, I'm sure you can yeah, listen to it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I just want to see if it's on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it was an old, you know, like it was like a younger looking John Paul II. Yeah. Like, it was like long before he was like a Eight thousand. Yeah. Like he was, you know. Towards um, the end there. Yeah. Uh, and it's it it looked like you know maybe like uh, somewhere in the early eighties maybe still had a lot of still had a lot he was just beaming you know just he was, a, would you say he was a young pope? <laughs> God, I loved the young pope. I only watched a couple episodes. It I'm, was good. It was just a very intense show. It I was. didn't watch it. I'm it, sorry. No, it's it's <laughs> a lot of people it? didn't. Is that it? Even though doesn't that have Jude Law in it? Th- that's not yeah. the cover. Every conversation we keep talking about Jude Law. <laughs> Jude Law and his disgusting handsomeness. He's just so. Dave pretty. has I a real thing it. against certain actors. Him and Usually. Zac Efron, I hate because they're just too. Uh, and good Ryan looking. Reynolds, you don't. Like Ryan Reynolds, I don't care for. Just. <laughs> Especially oh, is it John? Is it you that doesn't like John Cena either? It's people who are like a combination of. Like funny and successful and attractive, like people who were yeah. firing on all cylinders. You're, you're He's like, like, you can't have everything. You this is not one. fair. This is usually a comics gripe. Is like, you know, like funny is for us because that's how we get laid. That's not fair. You can't be yeah. funny and hunky. Like, that's usually their gripe. I think. Yeah, sounds I, right. I'm personally fine with John Cena being funny. I'm all right with it. I love John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> I like him, but I can't. can't I can't him. see him. You know, so how do I even know how handsome he is? It's true. Can't see Nobody him. Nobody knows right now. Maybe he's the one in the Genesee sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't turn on the oh, Genesee. Sign. We need to. Wow. Excuse me. Do that. I'm going to stop do that. everything. 
we, we actually are stopping stop everything. Recording. Yeah. No, we're not going to stop. We're well, start going. over. We're we're still going. He's just <laughs> no. No. turning it on. Don't. Okay. No. There we are. Okay. I feel better now. Yeah. Now that Genesee can talk to me when yeah. it needs to. You know, it's how we receive our divinations that help us run this show. Yes. I thought that was the Pope in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> what if That's you guys, one way. What if you guys, like, in the room that you're staying in tonight, what if you open the closet and there was a, a Pope in there? <laughs> okay. Unexpected Pope. We now need to get back. an unexpected <laughs> Pope. <laughs> unexpected Pope. <laughs> Need to get a pope also, in there now. Stat. Also, that needs to be a subreddit. Unexpected, unexpected pope. pope. That's gonna be my band oh, name. Yeah. And it's what kind of music is it going to be? Um, <laughs> I like to decide what kind of Thank music. Thank you, Grandma. The band <laughs> yeah, we're getting a lot of mileage out of this, yeah. Grandma. <laughs> this pope has got miles on it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's gonna be a punk band. I think anytime you mention the pope, unexpected you're, pope. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a punk band for sure. All right. I'll pass um, it. <laughs> bop it. <laughs> Twist it. Pull it. <laughs> pass it. I just watched a dumb video online, what's new, about, um, like, basically politically correct board games and <laughs> games in general. Okay. It was, like, a mocking video. It wasn't serious. But they remade Bop It, so instead of just, like, it saying Bop It and you Bop It, it says Bop It and you say, may I please Bop It? And it says yes, and then you Bop It. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Like, no. Wow. No. It, was, it was mocking that yeah, thing. Sure. So you they weren't being serious. <laughs> you, you know that Facebook page I really like called A Fucking Sick Tattoo of a Wolf Every Day? Yes. So I, I, I just saw a, a meme in my inbox the other day of like, it's like, it's your says, meme box, my meme box, you know, where I received my memes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, it, it said connect four loco and it just had a kid passed out in front of the board in a pool of four loco. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I don't know why I'm telling you this. It's totally irrelevant. <laughs> it's just like relevant. What memes? is relevant? This has been the most random <laughs> shit yeah, ever. True. We've gone to the Pope in the closet to orgy <laughs> on the way to David Zappa. <laughs> Uh, we went places. We didn't even talk about well, all this. It's way funnier with an orgy on the way to Dave Zappa than it was. Why Dave, Dave Zappa? Zappa, Zappa? On the way to <laughs> 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 you can say Dave Zappa. Frank. Wait, oh, I'm com- combining people here. Yeah, that's Whatever. all right. We it's, can change his name to Zappa. It's Bud Fees all over again. Bud, that's right, Bud Fees. Oh man, we got we got jokes. <laughs> this is back. never going anywhere. No. Well, it's maybe we days. should. We should do should, the thing. Do you mean to tell me that you have the inclination to play the news game that's sweeping the internet by storm? Everyone's playing it. Yeah. Is that the price is right? It. No. You're close. You're so close. It, I mean, Sudoku? Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. You're getting there. You're warmer. You're both not warmer. New York Times crossword. <laughs> it's time for truth and fruit. <laughs> Yeah. We didn't even talk about it. mouth trumpet. Take it away, mouth Ruined trumpet. It. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> mouth trumpet solo. <laughs> oh, man. I wish. I, okay, I really. Okay, I know we we're, we said we were going to talk about this and we didn't talk about it. Now we're talking about it. The mouth trumpet is awesome. I want everyone to be doing it all the time. It's just a good sound. It livens up a party. <laughs> good talk. And anyone can do it. All right. Wow. <laughs> <you> guys, <laughs> There it is. Yeah, there we go. 
Just see, you guys dropped that like you guys so did not go with me on the mouth trumpet thing. I feel a little abandoned well, I mean, right now. I feel like you don't even need to say it. I feel like everyone's already on board with the mouth trumpet. All Who's right. saying you, we shouldn't mouth trumpet? Before the show, we were all doing <laughs> We were all mouth trumpeting. <laughs> Listen. This is not a down with mouth trumpet. Controversial knows. opinion, but I really like the mouth trumpet. <laughs> I don't want to rock the boat here, okay? But I'm into the mouth trumpet. I think it's great. Hey, whatever you're into. Choose some news. Oh, uh, by that you mean the uh, news quiz game with the uh, with uh, two false stories, one true story, in which we have to discern the truths from the news or the true news from the false news. Yes. I did that so wrong. It's okay. okay. There's no right way. Do you, do you ever do it right? Not really. No. <laughs> he just, just does it a different way every time and yeah. determines that it's wrong. I still don't know what the right way is. Me either, honestly. I just, You'll know it when you feel it. You know, you get a little, you get a little, you get a little butterflies in you when you yeah, know you get like, it right. That that inconsequential thing I do on this podcast, <laughs> no one listens to, was really good that time. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's start. yeah, you gonna quiz us? Yeah. None of none of us know. All three of you are guessing. Is. Yeah. Recently, and I will it's not stop sad. bringing it up. I stumped both Dave and Chris. Oh yeah. And they both chose different. Wrong answer. Split decision, and both wrong. I was very happy. We can't let this go on. Everybody pick A, B, or C. Like, <laughs> yes. well, everybody Someone has one. to win. Okay, so first one. Let's hear it. In turn of events, kitten rescues firefighter stuck in tree. <laughs> <laughs> Dave likes that one. <laughs> That's so weird. I just feel like that would be a calendar. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. I and it's like the it. fireman's doing that shrug, like, whelp. You know, There's what like I get a, myself a into. A cute little kitten, and he's all dressed up as a firefighter. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> due to high plane traffic, Edinburgh Zoo employs people just to pick up penguins when they fall over after trying to look at planes. Whoa, I'm going to need, like, a three-peat on that one. Okay. Due to high plane traffic, Edinburgh Zoo employs people just to pick up penguins when they fall over after trying to look at airplanes. <laughs> okay. And number three. Man posed as ex-fiance's mother's ghost. Do you want to three-peat on that, too? <laughs> no, I heard all that. That's weird, Man but I got it. as ex-fiance's mother's <laughs> ghost. Yes. All right. Once removed. <laughs> In turn of events, kitten rescues firefighter stuck in tree. Second one. Due to high plane traffic, Edinburgh Zoo employs people just to pick up penguins when they fall over after trying to look at airplanes. Hmm. And number three, man posed as ex-fiance's mother's ghost. I have my pick. Yeah, I kind of think I do too. All right. I, I'm going to go with the ghost. Okay. I'm going to penguins. Okay. I'm going the ghost. All right. Ghost is right. Oh, <clears throat> yes. Um, there Sweet was actually victory. an article about the penguins, but the real article yeah, is that. a headline I read saying, it like an hour ago, and I was yeah. like, I don't think that's right, but I remember <laughs> the Edinburgh Zoo being in there, so that's the only reason. Uh, I, was, I was like, even if someone saw this on Not the Onion, they might misremember whether or not and, and that's exactly what it I was, was like, or not. I, I remember Worked something out. about Edinburgh, Edinburgh, Edinburgh Zoo and, and penguins. And penguins and 
basically it was them just being like, no, that's not true. Penguins get up fine on their own and they don't fall over trying to look at planes. They don't <laughs> notice them. They're used to them. So what's the story? With yeah, the why? story here is that... Um, it would have been cooler if it was a penguin. It, it's true. Probably. It's true. I want that job. How do you get a job picking up penguins? Well, you don't because it's not a real thing, but well, I wish you did. You somebody, somebody else can get employed knocking penguins over and then I can get paid to pick up penguins. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it works. You create the need. It's right. like a cottage industry. You Basically, know? Um, I think the, the gist of the real story is that this person and his fiance broke up and then he she had a restraining order against him. But he wrote her a letter as though he was her mother's ghost to try to, like, make contact with her. Oh, my God. And they found it was him. And That's he, not creepy and weird at <laughs> right. all. Right. wonder why right. they broke up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, like, super shitty. That's, like, so, so somebody good. needs therapy in that shit. Like, <laughs> I hope it was court-mandated therapy. It was. It's not hope so it was good. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hope, hope it was successful. Hope you had a great time learning why that was a super shitty thing to do. Yeah, don't pretend to be someone's mom's ghost. Hmm. I was impressed that it was in writing. Like, when I heard that, the just the headline, I thought, like, maybe, like, planted some speakers and made some creepy sounds in the house and pretended to be a ghost that way. Yeah. But I also couldn't figure out why one would do that either. Yeah, but like, <laughs> ghosts don't tend to write letters. That's <laughs> Not true. often. Not often. Not very often. No. Uh, it's kind of like a niche thing. Only certain okay. ghosts. Yeah, right. I can't, I can't even it. think of like a fictional ghost that's like written letters. Writing letters, yeah. yeah. That's not like a um, thing that ever happens. There was that movie, and maybe not a ghost exactly, but it was called like The Lake House. And it was like two people like, on different like planes yeah like different timelines or or kind like of, it was either like yeah they're like on is that the one where they're making pottery no <laughs> no you're that's ghosts ghost. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're all right you know that <laughs> okay so from the article it says uh roy meadwell broke the terms of restraining order when he sent Kay Wimbury a letter pretending to be the ghost of her mother. The letter told Miss Wimbury she had made a terrible mistake in rejecting Meadwell <laughs> and added, all you have to do is call him. <laughs> I, I get the feeling that he did not trick anyone at any point in time. No oh one was God. convinced and he faced repercussions. Someone for... needs to send that story to the Scooby-Doo Justice Project. <laughs> the Scooby-Doo Justice Project? It's, it's a podcast. It, uh, <laughs> basically, it's it's a spoof, but the guy basically analyzes Scooby-Doo episodes. Okay. And, like, his whole conspiracy theory is that the kids walk, like, went around the country setting people up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they, they were all just elaborate frame jobs, and they were covering, then <laughs> the kids were, like, covering up the real crime. That's a great idea. It's it's kind of hilarious. She didn't like it. Cause it's 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 just a really goofy style. Yeah. Like it would have it has to be. If you buy into that premise, like I feel like that podcast works. Like if you if you can buy into that premise and ride with it. There's a novel called Meddling Kids that I started to read but didn't finish. It's loosely based off of well, not that loosely. It's based off of Scooby Doo, but it's the theory that like the last crime they ever solved doesn't sit right with any of them. And as they grow up, they all have different 
issues and they don't really, they're not in contact anymore. And eventually they come together to kind of investigate the last thing they ever solved one more time. And it's called, like I said, meddling kids. And it's like the opposite of that. It's like, instead of them framing things, it's like this last one, there was more to it than you thought. Okay. Good. Like it maybe it really was supernatural. Yeah. It's no Scooby yeah. Justice League is funny as hello. It's 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 real short. There are only like, like fifteen minute episodes. Like the guy, um I'm not sure where <laughs> he's from, but all of his statements end in like an up note and it's Oh, just, he does that inflection the, the thing? Yes, yes. That and drives me nuts. I does. might already be out on the Scooby Doo Justice Project. I might already be it's, out on the Scooby Doo Justice Project. Yeah, I'm like that, yeah. I just it's, don't know it's, it's a common it, it, it's a common way of speech these days. I think he's more to, so he's acting, California. Though, so he's just is more trying common. to act goofy. Uh, so it's kind uh, of like intentional. I had the yeah. same reaction to Night Vale. I just didn't like the way the guy talked, and it was enough for me to be like, yeah. But it's Cecil. I just, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, more mouth. Play us off. <laughs> I just, yeah, I think there's a thing about that where, like, and God, I can only imagine what people think when they listen to this podcast. But, like, if, right. you, if you like a voice enough to, like, that you can listen, cool. If you really don't like a voice, you're just out. Like, it doesn't matter what yeah. they're saying. That's true. When I started listening to audiobooks, I, like, I'm really picky about the narrator. I'm not as picky these days, but at first... I would like listen to the sample and after five seconds I'd be like, I'm not getting this book that's probably really good because I will want to stab my eyes out. <laughs> and there was one series, I was in the middle of listening to a series and I stopped listening to it for multiple reasons. One of which was that they changed the narrator part of the way through and I couldn't stand her. <laughs> and the other part of it was the parts of the story started really bothering me. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it was a combination of those two very unpleasant feelings, and I was like, I can't make myself listen to these books anymore. I like audiobooks that are narrated by Will Wheaton. That's, that's yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Does he do a lot Wheaton. of that? Yeah, he Wheaton. does. Really? Yeah, he does. I have, I think well, I own one. Um, um, John Wheaton. Scalzi, who is friends with Will Wheaton, he's narrated several of his, mm -hmm. and I have a couple of yeah. his audiobooks. The book Red Coat. Or red shirts. I told you about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he That's narrated, narrated that. by him. As much um, as I want to hate Will Wheaton, he is a one. good like voice personality. Yeah, he's a good yeah. voice personality. It's, I go back it's and forth on him. I can't tell soothing. if I like him or if I think he's a douche. Yeah. A Why do I feel that way? I'm Be in the same because boat because he is very said, like, vocal about in fairly extreme ideologies, and he is everywhere. Oh, is he? Uh, he well. I don't know anything he's, about that. I he's from, famous, like, basically. He's uh, a known entity, and he has an opinion loudly. Oh. I, I just so, like his voice. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, honestly, right, I don't know anything about him outside I of, like Will like, Wheaton a lot, but... Tabletop and things You're always like gonna... That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you have a person who's, like, talking a lot about stuff... Mm -hmm. You're probably going to get annoyed with them sometimes. <laughs> like us. Mm, That's yeah, why people say, hate us. That sounds oddly familiar. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's a weird thing. I don't know. I, do, I don't know if you That's guys ever Genesee read or listened means. to them. It's just like, shut up. I'm watching, the, I'm watching it right now, but it's not giving us any no. instructions. Have you read or listened to the Dresden Files? I have. I've only read them, but I have not listened to them. Well, the audiobooks were all narrated by, um, I'm going to get his name wrong. James Marsters, 
who played Spike in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But his voice is perfect for those books, and I really liked them. I listened to all of them. But for one of the ones later in the series, he couldn't, his schedule, he just couldn't get it to work with the release date of the audiobook, so he wasn't able to narrate it. So they got a different narrator. He's actually a fine narrator. He's not James Marsters. But you're like, they changed. And everyone was really upset about it. They actually ended up re-recording the book with James Marsters (laughs) and giving everyone who bought the audiobook that was not recorded with him originally a free copy of it. But then Dude, that other guy. How would you feel if you were the other guy? Yeah, I was like, exactly. like that's crushing. You recorded exactly. this entire audiobook, <laughs> and then they re-recorded it and yeah. gave right. it to everybody. That they're th- like, right. this is so bad. We have to replace yours for free. And you're just right. like, oh, which I, which is why I'm clear in saying he was a good narrator. <laughs> there was nothing wrong with him. It was just the fact that it was like, I don't know, six books in. Yeah, and you There's are used to the character files. voices. Not to mention yeah. it was a book where, like, real big shit happens yeah. and you're already going to be upset. Yeah. And then it's a different guy. And I have like, to reread those before Can we do that with Batman? Like, <laughs> ben, just go back and, like, erase Ben Affleck and, like, <laughs> yeah. Photoshop Michael Keaton in there. <laughs> Can we just get some more, just, like, 10% more Keaton? We just, just turn keep that talking Keaton about Keaton tonight. Yeah, we're on a Keaton kick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, Keaton's my guy. <laughs> Keaton's my guy. You Michael have to Keaton. see Johnny Dangerously. You have to see it. I'm going to see it. I'm like going right to see now. It. Turn that thing off. Just stop recording. <laughs> stop just go, go watch, go watch go Johnny watch Dangerously. Dangerously. Well, it's like I just anytime Michael Keaton shows up, I'm like, I'm in. He's the he's the man. He's always awesome. Like I'm happy. Yeah. I don't even care what happens next. Keaton's in it. Just just let just let Keaton at me for let an Keaton hour and a half. Keaton. I don't care. Yeah. Just that let, sounds wrong, dude. Keaton around. That, sounds kind of weird. <laughs> really, really wrong. I just let say, Keaton at me for well, like an hour. Well, it's like I didn't say like <laughs> Keaton all over me. I well, said just let him Keaton in my direction. Mm, what? Still weird. Still weird. <laughs> <laughs> Did not improve. I'm I'm actually frankly disappointed in you all that you don't see the difference, but okay. <laughs> I'm gonna Keaton all over. <laughs> <laughs> Keaton all over the place. You know what? I Now I see it. I'm sorry. She's going to Keaton all over you, and I'm going to be behind her Keatoning in your direction. <laughs> Guys, I see now the error of my ways, and I apologize. Man, this Genesee sign is really mum tonight. It's, it is not chiming in at all. That's all right. I think it's just letting us ride this one, you know? Just, like, ride it out. The dog is groaning from oh, under yeah, the table. I was trying go to figure away. out why there's a dog collar on go the table. Away. Oh, because he jingles. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. I just thought maybe go, you guys just go. like to have a dog collar on the <laughs> no, table. No, I took it off while That's mine. he was trying I to wear get it attention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wear it when I want to be a fancy boy. Be, be all like 90s goth and stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but instead of having spikes on it, it's glittery. It's glittery. It's significantly less and, cool. And has a, like a little tag, you know, yeah. return me. Because our very <laughs> large, our very large muscular dog, has, male dog, has a very glittery collar. That <laughs> He's collar, a pretty boy. That collar was not my decision, but it's here. And we've just never changed I've it. just never changed it. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Um... He doesn't I, care. So I want to talk briefly here. I want to do the middle segment. And the I don't, middle one? I don't have that much on this, but I wanted to talk about it because I watched... We've talked for half an hour about nothing. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I was going to say. We will talk about it. Not to spin you yarn on this one. Uh, this is this is. I watched this documentary three times in a row. I was so fascinated by it. 
All right. Uh, and something I wanted to you talk need about. Better hobbies. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's one of those things where it's like while I'm working, I just have something on. So then I'm not really paying it attention, and I'll Julia miss like Child. half of it. Yeah, it was for a long time. I was just watching the the French Chef. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Stand by my comment. You need better hobbies. <laughs> Um, okay, but when you see Julia Child pick up an enormous lobster like this big and be like, it's Both the hands. lobster show, you'll be in too. <laughs> it's just great. I like Julia Child. She calls a lobster Big Bertha and shakes it around. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was the part that got you in. That's, I was like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> um, but I watched this documentary over and over because I didn't really, you know, I, I couldn't catch it all every time. You, so. you got different parts each time you watched it. Yeah. What it is called is Bulkland. And I've been wanting to watch this for a that. long time. Hmm. So it, it got me thinking just because, you know, like like we hear a lot, especially lately, about like, uh, you know, like uh, tariffs going back and forth between us and China and, you know. Tariffs and then retaliation tariffs and like how those kind of things impact. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Me and TJ are just dancing to no music. I know. I'm like picking at my arm and those two are just like, yeah, rocking out. This is, a we- this is a weird one. This is a weird We're one not already. very focused. Um, this is the Psychic podcast. Really this is the ADD podcast. Yeah. Let's be real. You just need a multi-camera setup to catch all this weirdness. Um Okay, so bulk land and discussion of tariffs and importing products. Yeah, basically it got me thinking that this is kind of relevant right now. Uh, But bulk land is about basically the city that the dollar store built. So like all, you know, basically uh, there's a humongous explosion in how many dollar stores are located around the the country. And it like the the big spike happens right after the big financial collapse in like 2008, right? Mm -hmm. So like... All of a sudden, more people are more strapped, you know, like for cash, and they need to like, you know, like, you know, dollar stores like, like skyrocket. They like double in the United States after this. Um, And it just so happens that a ton of that stuff, like, like the vast majority of the stuff that you find at the dollar store comes out of like one big city complex in China. Yeah, it's like a city built around making the specific products that you get at your dollar store. Yeah, and it's I think it's called Ewu. Um, gosh, thanks I, China. I, I bet I'm screwing this up, mm-hmm. but it's like this. It's the largest market in the world, uh, and it's it's like several stories tall. There's all these little booths. People have very specific things they sell, so it'll be like all Santa like. Stuff like all, all kinds of Santa. Is it like toys. a dollar store farmers market? Because that's really kind of what I'm picturing. So that's exactly what it is. If you work at like <clears throat> a a major dollar store chain, you would go to this place in China and be like, "Give me a bunch of these, a bunch of those." Yeah, like just go to people's booths and be like, "Yeah, I want to sell this and I want to sell that and you make them for just you on the cheap." Walk around and be like, "Give me fifteen thousand water pistols." Yeah, yeah, exactly that. <clears throat> And they, the the movie follows basically five or six characters, uh, characters, human beings. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I'm a character in my own story. <laughs> yes, um, they are they are characters in a movie called Life, um, and uh, they are uh, worst game ever. <laughs> it's, yes, yes, doesn't end happily for just about anyone. Um, but uh, that sounds accurate. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah. The graphics are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so one of the guys is a buyer for uh, – I, I don't know exactly what company he works for. 
And he's a, he's a British dude that, like, relocated to China, and now he, like, a big part of his business is going to these booths, finding things, having what he, he says, like, he, you know, he feels like he knows what will sell in Western markets, so that's the big skill that he brings. And also, you know, he's good with quality assurance, and he goes and it will go, okay, well, how much for this stuffed bear or whatever? And they'll say, that's, like, you know, like 15 cents. Yeah. Like a bear. <clears throat> but what, how many do they have to buy? Because... Well, you know, they buy them in huge... They it's not like you're going to the dollar store farmer's market and being like, I want 25,000 bears, and they're just like, here you go, sir, in a bag. Right. So they And this c- is like mass-produced stuff. Yeah, so he'll go in, he'll price you know stuff out, and then they'll send boxes and boxes of it to his warehouse, and he checks them and stuff, and then they, you know, he ships them out. But like some of the stuff that you learn from watching this is really surprising, like the fact that something like that, which will sell for a dollar or two or maybe five or whatever here, is like a thing you can buy for like... 12 cents a, uh-huh. a piece, you know, which is like the margins some, on some of the stuff is like really surprising. And also, I'm well, sure one of those reasons is that they probably don't have the best labor practices at the places that mass produce these kinds of things. So their labor costs are lower and well, there's, there's all sorts of things. There's specifics about this, too, because it's like what they'll do is a lot of people are working from their homes <clears throat> in like towns all around like, all the surrounding towns around this big market, you know, uh, district, they all have a thing that they make, which is, like, mind-blowing to me. It's, like, this entire town, all of them, their job is to make these, the like, a like a bristle broom. Hmm. And they just, everyone does that. They or, just make brooms. You're, like, this whole town, all they do is they take, uh, you know, uh, like, a little... Uh, hair clips like little barrettes or whatever and they just put them in plastic sleeves and they just do that all day and it's like very specific (laughs) things that are spread out across a whole region all so we can have all this really cheap easily consumable stuff yeah for like eight bucks a day or something wow um and it's like you kind of know that this is how this works right like you kind of know on some level this is how we get cheap stuff but we don't. We never thought of the specifics, especially the weird <clears throat> thing of like an entire city being, yeah, built around it, and like different towns having specific things. That's like no one could have predicted that would happen. Yeah, like you kind of. I mean, yeah, you think that yeah, there has to be a cheap room factory, but not like yeah. that. It's all together. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with like, the cheap bear factory and the cheap bull factory. <laughs> like, well, like what I pictured is like a, a big factory making lots of different things. Yeah. And everyone goes there and then goes home. Mm. Yeah. But it's not that. It's like a, it's like a woman with a baby strapped to her back. The, the way you were describing it, it sounds like there's like little villages and they, it's like freaking Naruto. You got like the village hidden in the brooms and the yeah. village hidden in the water pistols. It's really like, that's like what it is. It, it, you know, like, uh, and, the, and it's like one repetitive task over and over and over and over again. So I'm torn because on the one hand, I'm like, God, wouldn't that get so boring? But on the other hand, I've mentioned multiple times how I love tedious repetitive tasks. Because <laughs> I might be like real into that. Well, yeah. the, I, I, I don't think I could do it. I think I, I could do like life, a vacation though. of it, you know, yeah. just do that for like yeah. a few weeks and just be like, oh, that was like really comforting. Was nice. yeah, it was good. It was zen. It got me like, <laughs> yeah. I knew what to a expect. Good yeah. Because it gets you into like a meditative state of mind when you're doing just something over and yeah. over again. But, but it can't but, yeah. be like completely terrible. I mean, by our standards, I'm sure it's a terrible like yeah. way to make a living. 
But, like, if it's actually, like you said, like, making a city, like, people are coming to yeah. this location to yeah. do this job. This is the interesting thing about watching this documentary is I kind of went in going, like, well, this has got to be just, just flat out awful in every way. But then, like, you get to thinking. It's like, yeah, $8 a day is not a lot of money. But it's also in a place where $8, you know, travels differently than it does the, here. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the work isn't great. And yeah, a lot of it can be like physically damaging, but also it's like work that didn't exist before and people have a way to provide for their families. It's like, it's a very complicated thing trying to wrap your head around the way that other people work and live. It gives you a lot of feelings. Yeah. And I think it's, it kind of gives you, it gives you something to puzzle over and to really just try and wrap your head around like a life that, that is that different from, you know, mm. our own. Yeah. So like, like, would they be doing it if they had a better option? Right. And that's that's the other thing is you get the sense in this documentary. It's like, OK, China's economy is moving away from a lot of this really cheap stuff because that stuff is now going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So it's like, will this still exist in China in five years? Maybe not. Maybe it'll exist in another country where where, you know, now the cheap stuff is moving to another place where people are, you know, there's now a new industry for people who are willing to work for less until they also want more yeah. out of their employment. And then, you know, like, where does it go? What happens? Like, it's a it's a really interesting, complicated thing. I cannot begin to wrap my head around global trade. I just don't get it. Like, I don't I don't understand it. But um, where did your sister go that she bought a bunch of cheap stuff? Was that Taiwan? Which sister? Lindsay. What? She what the bag I brought today, it's a zebra bag and she got it in like some country. I don't remember what country. Oh, for uh, like cents. Oh really? Yeah. Um Wasn't I know my brother went to Taiwan so. and he came home with lots of little knickknacks yeah. that were super cheap. Yeah. Is that Thailand? Mm, no. No. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, sorry. but... It was random. But yeah, it's the same, of, same thing. Yeah, a lot of places in the world, like, that's just the way the American dollar goes from forever. Like, it's yeah. it's it's a really powerful currency. So, yeah, you can go to places and, like I said, a stuffed bear that you'd buy for five bucks here is mm-hmm. 12 cents there. And granted, they got to ship it and they got to distribute it and they got to track it and they got to pay people to, you know, and, and all that. But it's still and 12 cents And bear. twist it and pull it. <laughs> and then pass it. <laughs> But it's, bum, still, bum, 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 bum. but it's still a twelve cent bear that sells for five dollars, and you start to go like, "Wait, what's happening? Like, where, where does the four dollars and and eighty, you know, or you know, where where does it go? Where's where's, you know, where's just, the overhead at? Yeah, and it just kind of makes you question the way that it all works. It's interesting. <clears throat> I've heard of that documentary. I feel like it's been reckon, reckoned, recommended <laughs> to me. It's been reckoned leaving at, yeah. syllables out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been recommended to me before and it does sound interesting. Yeah, it's it I think it's just worth it even even just for the experience of like seeing what people's day to day is actually like. Like yeah. I said, it follows a lot of people. It follows a guy that buys for big companies, it follows a migrant laborer, it follows a woman that runs a, a booth at the trade center. Uh it follows a girl from Belarus who her job is to like sing and entertain at a nightclub and like she's like She's like this blonde European girl that just is like fawned over and like, you know, like, you know, like. And, and She's like the entertainment in this yeah. town that just makes things, and in she, this city that just makes things. And she both loves and hates it because it's like, yeah. it's, it's, it's what she wants to be doing, but it's also like a dangerous place. And it like freaks her out. Like there's so many interesting stories hmm. in this 
Well, there's, I mean, one like, place. like you said, it's global trade. Like, there are people that we're not even considering that are getting affected here. I mean, you got the mm-hmm. people that ship it all over here, uh-huh. the distribution centers over here. You got the people employed in the stores. You got the people that are actually doing the shipping within the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It touches so many points. But it does make sense of like the fact that you'll go to dollar stores and you'll see something and you'll go back and you'll never see it again or. You ask, do you have this in the back? Yeah. Nope. What we have is what we have. That's like, exactly We're not yeah. going to get it again because yeah. of that kind of thing. It just, it, it's also ephemeral. And it's just like, um, it's just something that like a whole town will just make a bunch of something and then someone will decide that something else is what the, you know, it, it's just, it's just this frantic attempt at like creating and filling demand. I don't even know how to describe it, but. No, I get what you're saying, though. It's it's a really cool Keeping documentary. Keeping up with the next big thing and what's going to sell. And someone's making that decision in this these this city is just reacting. Yeah. And and again, they may not be there for long. That may yeah. not that might all that might go somewhere else. But it's just like it, to me, it was like such a uh, such a really interesting documentary. It's called Balkland. It's on YouTube. You can rent it for three bucks. Um, Wait, you rent shit on YouTube? Yeah, I actually rented we it on YouTube. Wait, do. hold up. That's a thing? That yeah. should have been the middle segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can totally rent yeah. things on YouTube. So we you occasionally s- do. If you search for a movie on YouTube, you'll often get like a movie result. Which I will never, ever yeah. do because I'm tired of stupid, do you want to upgrade to YouTube red thing popping up? Yeah. <laughs> like, I rent things on Amazon a lot. If they, like if they get Prime. that thing to go away, I might rent something. But. <laughs> yeah, right. I just rented the help, the movie on uh, Amazon the other night hmm. because um, I am listening to the audiobook version of it, and I just really wanted to see Emma Stone because okay. <laughs> I like her and she's in that movie. I was like, I've been wanting to watch this. Yeah. So in the midst of listening to the help, I watched the help and then went back to listening to the help, and I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> it is a really good book, though. Uh, I like it quite a bit. By the way. For, Oh, God. Oh, I was going to say, for the record, I have YouTube Red. I'm a monster. He is a monster. But I get it for free for having Google Play Music. So that's how I justify what a monster I am to myself. He bundled, dealed it. I'm yeah. done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I would never podcast. pay for it as it is, but I wanted Play Music, so I get YouTube Red, which is sweet. All right. Oh, Man, I think... Sorry, I feel, like I, I feel like I took us down a really boring middle segment. <laughs> Because this room, this room is like some like someone died in here. <laughs> We're all finally feeling the enormous amount of wings that we ate right before we started. God, recording. I sure hope that's what it is. Yeah. Real talk, I've been trying to hold in the fart for like ten minutes. I've been a little burpy. Okay. You want to take a break? <laughs> Let's take a break here. Let's have all of our gas. Let's get all of our farts out. Nice gas break. <laughs> All right, we are going to take, wow, we're going to take a break, and we will be back with the main segment for this episode. Thanks.
doing it poorly, but also that's hard to do. <laughs> Dog does not enjoy mouth trumpet. All right. No, but he does. He's trying to help. He's oh. trying to help. Yeah. He's just chiming in his voice, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Go oh, lay down. You're such a good mouth trumpet. Go lay down, okay. podcast dog. It is not the dog segment yet. Stop. It's <laughs> never the dog segment. We're recording now. I just oh, thought I'd get some balls. of this. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I had to get that Did mouth you say trumpet. Balls? In there. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, balls. Oh, I thought he was just like, oh, we are balls. <laughs> <laughs> recording? Well, thank God. I've been meaning to say this. I just wanted to, to say, say balls. Yeah. Balls. <laughs> it's balls. important. It needed to be said. Need, I agree. Not enough people. So, <laughs> where I work, they were laughing at me because uh, we have this like bartender Facebook group that's like basically for like sharing stupid funny shit. Yeah, <laughs> I got it right. Good job. I did it. Okay, it. so it's for sharing. <laughs> for sharing, really lost. Because like, no, it's, it's, it's for like for bartenders. It's like for swapping shifts and like posting stupid memes and for things like that. Yeah, yeah, it's basically just for the people that I work with, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Somebody posted something about how like how much our sales were the previous night, and they're like, "Good job!" And like, you guys did a great job last or yesterday. And I was, it was like eight o'clock in the morning, and I was like, "Oh balls!" She said yesterday, "I should probably go to bed." <laughs> and everybody was picking on me the next day. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, isn't that weird when you're like not on everyone else's exact schedule, and you just realize like, it's like almost a, it's a different day for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They are treating this like a different day than I am. I was, I was serious. I was like, oh, ball. She said yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's a bad realization to have, isn't it? Yep. Uh, sh- shall we? Let's shall. Let's, let's shall. Let's shall. Shall. <laughs> shall? That's, that's now just my instinct to let's say shall. that. Let's shall. Wow. Let's shall. Let's shall. Let's shall. It's a very antiquated thing to say. No one says that it's anymore. It's from Pretty in Pink. Well, it's, it, That's I mean, it's where from I the English from. language. Shell. Was that even grammatically correct? No. Technically, technically, it is. Is it? Yeah. I mean, oh, like, you know that's, so how, that's how people used to say it. Hmm. They used let's to say, shell. let's shell. Yes, Who's that's ever I, said, let's oh. shell? That's why I said it's from the English Give me, like, language. a literary reference or something where somebody says, let's Ducky shell. Ducky from Pretty in Pink. That's not a literary <laughs> reference. Uh, it had it a is, script. Uh, uh, yeah. It's like, wow. you to can't, me. Lit- literature. In, That's the in last quotes. time I hold in my farts for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you've sworn off. You sw- oh, you've sworn off you, your you pledge don't know, to. You don't know what you're getting into. Oh my goodness, oh, I yeah. regret this day. Yeah, okay. I do. do uh, okay. we, we should probably. We probably should. So we are uh, we are going to allow Laura to tell us about the main topic for this allow. episode. We, yeah, we're going to go, we'll allow it <laughs> we'll this allow time. We'll allow it this time. I know you really want to, yeah. so we'll let you. But this is so. really cool. Uh, I'm excited that okay. you were bringing us something, because I don't I don't know anything let's, about let's this. Let's shall allow it. Okay. <laughs> so tonight's topic is yeah. the North Pond Hermit. Nice. Um, now, my main source, I want to tell you, is a book called The Stranger in the Woods by Michael Fink. Finkel, so I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but you okay. know, I do want to like give credit where credit's due. Stranger in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Stranger okay. in the Woods. Um, so our story starts in 1986 in central Maine. Um, it's near a town called Rome. There's like several hundred That's cabins. That's Maine. When in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when in Rome, Maine do as, do as the Maine, Maine people Roman do. Maine, Maine do. Romans do. <laughs> what do they do in Maine? Like fish? I think just like yeah. throw Drink crabs beer? at each other. Be depressed because it's cold. Look at moose. Yeah. They look at moose. 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 Moose are scary. Moose. Look at moose. 
Yeah, he thought one was a bear. Yeah. Okay. Was it? Mm, yeah, so it was a moose-like thing. It was probably we don't like a grasshopper. So we're in central drunk. Maine. <laughs> yes. In 1986, several hundred cabins scattered around around a couple of small ponds, okay. and um, like the roads are unpaved. These are there's some individuals who live there year-round, but many just stay there during the summer or on the weekends during the summer because it's, mm-hmm. it's Maine. It's not. Like, so it's kind of like a like sort of like a place you go on vacation. Like exactly. Camping. Yeah. And then yeah. a lot of these plots. It's the of, opposite of Florida. Yeah, <laughs> you a lot don't of the- go there in the. <laughs> well, you don't go in there in the winter. You go up there in the summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot of these plots of land have been owned by the same families for generations. So, okay. um, but people start noticing that things start going missing. Um, spare propane tanks, steaks in the freezer, batteries, books oh. on a bedside table. Someone's going into the freezer and taking someone's steak. Yeah, pillows, blankets, a cast iron pan, a shovel, a garden hose. Coffee filters, toilet paper, a sleeping bag, <laughs> snowsuit, and underwear. Wow. Um, oh, don't steal people's dude, underwear. Dude, like, I'd be pissed if somebody stole my drawers. Yeah. It's just not advisable. Like, I am defensive of my they drawers. Can, they can steal them, but I just don't want them back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to get that shit back. <laughs> I, they're, like, they're my you are, no, I don't I, know what you're honey, doing. I've seen your drawers. No one's stealing them. <laughs> Yours are like mine, then. I don't want somebody like him Keatoning in my underwear. <laughs> Keatoning. 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 I promise to Keaton nowhere near any of your property. Okay. I promise. But, I mean, at first Keep people... Keep the Keatoning to a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> She's I, never getting through I this. Know. Sorry, this is a okay. part and parcel of how this show happens. Yeah, it's true. Um, at first, people questioned whether they were even burglarized. The TV, computer, and other valuables were untouched. I mean, nothing was broken or ransacked. Mm-hmm. And many didn't call the police over batteries and novels. Yeah. Um, at most, they might find, like, of some shavings around the window, um, but there's no other marks of a break-in. Okay. Um, as time passed, people talked to their neighbors, and then it becomes apparent that other cabins also have things that are coming up missing. Um one family came to their summer cabin at um, beginning of summer to find a mattress missing. Oh, my God. But the door was still locked and padlocked. And um, so they finally figured out that somebody came in the window and, and then kinda, like, unlocked a door, took well, it out, and they took the, it? Well, they had to take the pins out of the door to get the mattress out. So they must have taken off the door and then put the door back on, locked it <clears> up, <throat> and then left out the window again. I'm just that's Im- a lot of work. Imagine it the logistics of taking the door off the hinge, yeah, yeah and, he's and putting doing it back a, on. A lot of work to make sure it's not noticed for yeah. a while. It's like super subtle. Yeah. yeah. If so, he didn't want people, if he didn't care about people noticing, he just would have left the door off. Yeah, but the door was still locked and everything. They just were missing a mattress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. I could swear we had a mattress. Um, another couple, a backpack they had was stolen and they were freaking out because their passports were in it. But then they found that their passports were left in a closet. Um, Along with the picture of the Pope. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Just as I left it, two passports, one Pope, we're good. So residents started talking about this thief. Um, they started calling him the Hermit or the Hermit of North Pond. Although some speculated the break-ins were done by neighbors or local teenagers, because everybody blames teenagers. Sometimes you just need batteries. You know, gang initiations, Teens. stealing those batteries. Yes, in Romaine. <laughs> in Romaine. Uh, um, gang kids one, off my lawn. Lettuce. <laughs> yeah. One guy's lettuce. 
One guy suspected his son and another of their their cousin of, like, stealing their propane. So, like, everybody was, like, suspicious of everyone. Or mm. some people just thought it was, like, their neighbors. Um, I like this idea of, like, everyone being super paranoid. <laughs> yeah, just the town going slowly crazy. Jimmy yeah. took my batteries. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, Frankie took my propane. Someone stole my whole damn mattress. <laughs> When we leave here, I'm just going to steal something random just to see how long it takes you to notice. All right. I'm down for this. It's kind of like the reverse idea of when I framed a picture of a Reese's cup and planted it in Dave's <laughs> office to right. see how long it would take him to notice. That was a pretty solid prank. <laughs> so one summer, a family taped a note, please do not break in. Leave us a list of what you need because they're getting tired of the break-ins. And others followed suit or left bags of books on their doors. But the notes and the books were untouched, and the break-ins continued. Um, they started putting in motion lights, alarm systems, sturdier doors. They would call it hermit-proofing. Um, <laughs> nothing seemed to work, and break-ins continued. One person entombed his cabin with sheets of plywood held on with a thousand screws. <laughs> now, this actually worked. Me. Yeah, that yeah. actually worked. He just, did not get broken into. Just angrily um, screwing in yes. plywood going, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you. Um, <laughs> um, another man spent 14 nights hiding in his cabin in the dark, holding a 357 Magnum and waiting for the hermit. But he never came. Jesus. This guy's like casing the place. Yeah. Wow. Um, the residents started learning his tastes, um, briefs over boxers, no to tuna, but yes to peanut butter, um, anything candy or sweet he would take. Um, let's see. Sorry. Last longer. No, you're good. <laughs> um, some thought he was harmless and, you know, oh, okay, you know, it's the hermit, it's harmless, but others felt really violated by these break-ins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if he took my drawers, I'd be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah, just picture, like... The thing about a home is like when if it, it it is the one place where the world can't get you. Yeah, there's you an think. assumption of safety. Yes, an assumption that it's a bad someone, assumption though. There's like nothing true. safe. Well, about right, a but home. you need to you need to be able to not constantly worry about all of the things that go wrong. So your brain yeah. makes shortcuts, and you assume that when you're not in your home. Mm-hmm. No one else is just there when they shouldn't be. And here's the thing: is like it's it's a a lot of people's summer home, so like you you go there to get away from it all. Yeah, so it's an even more private yeah. retreat. And the idea of someone you know violating your privacy there when you're not yeah. even around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. I'd be even more pissed off. You ain't touching my summer drawers. These are my fancy drawers. These are my these are my Superman underoos. <laughs> Oh, my Superman underoos. All of me undies that I buy using <laughs> podcast codes. Oh, my God. To complete the visualization the there, I'm a 300-pound man. <laughs> I just, you know, picture some larger-than-average undies, I guess. Bloomers. He wears <laughs> bloomers. Okay. Wow. So, <laughs> as price and size of security cameras decreased, many installed them. Um, and then finally a camera on a, in a smoke detector caught the hermit on film looking into a refrigerator. Police thought this was a great breakthrough and they were just going to catch the guy. Who puts a camera in a smoke detector? <laughs> How do you put a camera in a smoke detector? That's like some CIA shit on... No, it's not. <laughs> it seems, it seems right? stealthy. Like, 
I wouldn't I wouldn't think to do it. Well, if somebody's robbing your cabin for a number of years, you might. <laughs> yeah, right. You start to cook up a few ideas. You start cooking up some ideas. <laughs> I could see it. Uh, well, you want it to be on something that it's a really good idea because everyone yeah. has a smoke detector. Mm-hmm. It's innocuous. And you wouldn't think to look at no, it. No, and if there's like a light on it, you're not going to be like, why is right. there a light on my smoke detector, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, um, but if you're trying to hide a camera, you're going to turn the light off. Uh, well, they just caught him looking into a frit. I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, it worked. Anyway, it worked. So the police thought that they were finally going to catch this guy. Mm-hmm. And they posted the picture in, like, post office and shops and towns. They went cabin to cabin. Problem is nobody recognized him. Okay. So the picture led to nothing. Yeah. Um, break-ins increased in frequency and the quantity of goods stolen. A quarter century went by. Oh, my God. And... Um, he had been searched for by two counties. Those counties. of us who aren't good at math, how many years is that? <laughs> <laughs> Why, that's a whole 25 years. That's 25 years, oh. my friend. It's um, a really long time to go on detention. It, it is. Um, he had been searched for by two ca- county sheriff's departments, the state police, and the game warden service. They did foot searches, flyovers. They never found him. And it started becoming absurd that they just, it's been 25 years and they can't He's like catch a this guy. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I feel like at that point I would come up with some like crazy shit to catch this dude. I think yeah. he's someone's ex-fiance's mom's ghost. <laughs> Here's what you do. You leave out a pot that says honey on it, like H-U-N-N-Y. <laughs> Inside is just epoxy and you just you glue his hand in it. And then you naturally you bolt that down to the the countertop. <laughs> yes. And he just his hand gets stuck. And then in his the hand stuck in the honey pot. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, and he, also his name is Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. what I'm picturing now. It's just like a man with no pants and a red shirt that doesn't go down. But he's on. wearing underwear. Dude, he's I think it them. would be fun as hell. Like I would be like freaking double daring this dude. Yeah. Like you set up like random traps in the woods with like green slime. Yeah. Well, people tried He's... to kind of entice him by just being like tell us what you need and we'll yeah. give it to you or like I'll leave things out that mm-hmm. I think you like and it didn't work. So yeah. it's sort of a bizarre thing of like doesn't seem like anyone who but wants help. Also not stealing anything of value or Except for the mattress. any well, property. Sort or, of. What's if you have a summer home and yeah, you, you okay. you're not going to care about a mattress or a pair but of it, jeans or something, I get what oh, you're saying. It is a violation, is, though. I yeah. think it's the it's that more than anything else. It just makes you feel unsafe because this person who has evaded being caught or recognized even mm-hmm. is super successful at this for 25 years. Yeah. And he's also going out of his way to like not destroy your livelihood or your property. Right. Like, yeah. He wouldn't take yeah. the door hinges off if he was trying to like <laughs> mess your shit up. Right. Right. But like, I would still, I would not be through the window and call it a day. So yeah. I, I would be super uncomfortable if I knew someone yeah. had been in my home. Even if they didn't take anything of value, mm-hmm. even if they were polite enough to not break a door in, I would still be like, okay, when's he going to come back? And when's mm-hmm. the day going to be and when am I gonna he, be here? he slips up or I slip up mm-hmm. and, and it goes poorly. Say in a couple days when the ice cream's missing. So, <laughs> so when the ice cream is gone, it's all over. Enter. Game. That's when I go taken style on them. <laughs> I don't know who you are. A very particular particular set of of cravings. Yes. (laughs) She's just going to like bloodhound it. There's ice cream in this direction. But enter game warden Terry Hughes. Okay. Catching the hermit became his obsession. 
I love that. I love I this like, guy. I'm picturing him as like a grizzled detective yeah. in a movie. He has been trying. Trying. I would love that. I would. I want to be the guy that catches the hermit. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> he became obsessed with catching the hermit. Sure. And he borrowed this a tech, game. tech from his friends in Homeland Security who worked oh Border God. Patrol. Oh, my God. What game warden has friends in Homeland Security? I, <laughs> well, I'm, I mean... Main, Ooh. I don't know, but <laughs> right. The one that used to do something different got busted for doing something yeah. stupid, so now he's a game warden. Right? Makes sense. <laughs> Makes the, one sense. Had, the one who had to turn in his badge and gun for yeah. something. Okay, noted. Yeah. But, so he got these sensors that would alert him, like in case of a break in, and he put them in his house. And then he practiced the route from his house to the Pine Tree Camp. I, I failed to mention this. There is also a camp for disabled individuals that was getting robbed. Aww. repeatedly, and they exist off of donations. So this guy, Terry Hughes, is like, what man steals uh, from, like, yeah. the camp, you know, the summer camp? That's, that's terrible. Like, that's an extra violation. Yeah, exactly. So um, he put them in the Pine Tree summer camp, and he would practice his route from his house to the camp until it took him about four minutes, and he learned to, like, where to ditch his truck so it wouldn't make noise and, like, where the motion lights were to avoid them. So he was he was serious. Um, <laughs> so he puts you know he puts his stuff out every night before he goes to bed. Wait, so he this dude's like figuring out his path from like his house, or he's just figuring out the path into this camp. No, from his house to the camp in the least amount of time to avoid like motion lights, so like, anything that will alert the hermit he's there. He suspects this like, hermit oh, might be he's, living he's in the camp or like might be centralized around yeah, the camp. Yeah, well, he knew that the <laughs> camp was one of the places the hermit would hit up because they had lots of food. Oh, right. I get what you're saying. He, he would, has alerts letting him know when someone breaks into exactly. that area and he has the yeah. quickest, quietest way to get there and catch him off guard. Exactly, mm -hmm. yes. And like he knew the camp had lots of food, so it was a common place for the hermit to break into. Yeah. Um, and then finally one day it paid off. Oh my so God. in 2013, Yuck. he arrests the thief while burglarizing the pine tree camp of food. And um, he is not what they expected. Okay. Um, it's a clean shaven. It's a bear. It's a it's bear. A bear. Wearing it's a bear. tidy whities. <laughs> <laughs> and he's extremely dexterous he's a, he's and he carries a, Jack, a screwdriver. He's a Jack Russell Terrier with human hands. It's a, it's a, it's a guy in a bed sheet wearing a printed out mask of his ex's <laughs> mother. <laughs> Oh, uh, I wouldn't be stealing if she hadn't left me. Or, oh, it would have been way cooler. <laughs> I, got, I got that backwards. It should have been somebody dressed as the Pope. <laughs> it's the actual Pope. It's the actual, it's the actual Pope. Pope. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's taking all this stuff and just putting okay. it in the collection pan at church. So, <laughs> so when you think of a hermit, you think of like somebody with a, like, a long beard, maybe unkempt. But yeah. um, this man was clean shaven. Wearing glasses, um, he was well dressed. I mean, he stole the razors, though. That's true. To be fair, bro, yeah. bro, he probably <laughs> so, stole the glasses too. <laughs> he was well dressed in jeans, a hike in hiking boots. There's no dirt on him whatsoever. He has no noticeable body odor. Um, he's not emaciated or terribly strong. He's just like an ordinary guy. Like the, the guy you would never, if you saw him, you would never think yeah, he's the guy. No, yeah. exactly. He's not at all what you would expect because he just looks like a normal dude. Um, well, he's been showering in your shower. Yeah. So in eating your candy bars. And wearing your drawers. <laughs> and wearing your drawers. So they talk to him and find out he is 47-year-old Christopher Knight. He has no police record. His last driver's license expired in 1987. Mm -hmm. And no one filed a missing 
person report. Um, Wait, so he like had a normal life somewhere. Hold up. I was born in 1987. You're telling me I could have gone from 1987 to 2013 and not had to deal with any U.S. holes. <laughs> you have a really hard time doing this as a baby. As a baby, yeah, right. I think, I but think from like seven on, you I would have figured yeah. it out. There's like Disney movies and shit that... <laughs> Raised by wolves or something, right? Yeah, it's like this. Basically, what the Jungle Book was, I think. Yeah. The police talk to him, and part of it, they're just like, "You have to give us anything that's stolen." And then he admits that the only thing he's wearing that's not stolen is his, is his glasses. Like everything he has, he is didn't stolen. steal the glasses. No, Shocking. he didn't. He didn't steal the glasses. That shit. Like, but they're probably a, he really old. He needs an update yeah. on that I prescription. I was gonna say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also had a wallet with about three hundred dollars in singles, and it looked like some of them had been there a really long time because they were like moldy. Um, he said he he collected it in case of emergency, hmm. in case he had to like hike to the nearest town. Okay. Um, so obviously the question: Where has this man been living? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, <laughs> how the hell did he keep getting in and out, and mm-hmm. no one spots him? So you know, Christopher immediately admits that he stole all this stuff. He admits that it's wrong, and he leads the police to his camp. Um, his camp is on private property, surrounded by a natural stonehenge of boulders. Um, which was left by glaciers. There's a lot of boulders up in Maine because it's it's um it has a history from glaciers. Well, yeah, out, sort of like you know. the yeah, like like a lot of areas of uh, well, I guess like Pennsylvania's got a lot like of the same Ice thing Age like, thing that we all forgot about. Like from the, yeah. we all forgot about from middle school. Yeah, they have they have like peaks <laughs> and ravines, and it's all just because of glaciers and stuff. But yeah. anyway, so there's glaciers. Um, the only <laughs> opening is a passage between two boulders which look like one. It was like an optical illusion. Oh, wait. So So it's... there's like two boulders that um if you're overlap. looking at it head on, it if would look If you're looking solid. at it head on, it looks solid, but there's actually a gap. Ooh. And this is this is where he lives. And sorry. <laughs> just hit a button. Oh no. Oh, what did no. I do? Okay. Um so it's, I love this, I love this because it's so clever of him to choose mm-hmm. a place that appears to not exist at all. Yeah. Do you remember the movie Labyrinth in this scene where she starts the labyrinth and all she could see is it going straight forever and ever and ever and then yeah. realizes she needs to get like into the maze? Yeah. And she finally realizes like she just thinks it goes straight, but she needs to walk closer to the wall than she thought and turn behind some vines that look like they were on top of the wall. Yeah. That's what this reminds me of. I love that this turned into to, to Labyrinth. To Labyrinth. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's exactly what I think of, of like, it, it's like a depth perception thing. You think there's nothing more there, and you yeah. can't get through, but there is. Those perspective illusions always blow my mind, especially yeah. like, like the ones where like people do chalk art that appears to be... Oh, yeah, those, those mess up with my brain. Those yeah. mess up with my brain. And they only work if you're in just the right spot. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. You remind me of the babe. Uh, babe uh, with the power. The, of the what? <laughs> what? The power of voodoo. Voodoo? Do oh, what? Remind oh, me of babe. Sama <laughs> baby. Oh, my God. Oh, God. What could I do? Oh, I have, we have wrong? a portrait oh of Jareth <laughs> upstairs. So, have, you, have you seen my gun? Anyway, <laughs> back to 
Back to what I was saying. What kind of I could right. do this so all it's, night, it's, too. <laughs> it's well hidden, but it's not far from people at all. It's like the nearest cabin is a three-minute walk. Okay. And you can actually hear people, like, on the pond, like, if they're in boats and stuff. So he's really close to people. Um, that's amazing. He, he's that's that close. That's super interesting. Know. Yeah. And then, okay, so the camp itself. He created a structure out of tarps. So there's tarps as walls. There's tarps as a ceiling, all held by, like, guy lines and ties. And then the ground he leveled by marry, making marrying, making <laughs> bricks out of old National Ge- Geographic ma- magazines. I don't know why I can't talk anymore. <laughs> um, so he made, like, paper mache. Well, no. Like, he'd, like, bundle them into bricks. And then oh. that would aid into, like, drainage and stuff. So it wouldn't end up a waterlogged. That makes sense. There's enough space in between that water can run through. And then he put a carpet on top of that. Um, wow. And then... In the camp, each, like, he had different sections for different parts of, like, his quote-unquote house. Um, He had a kitchen area where cooking supplies hung. Food was kept in plastic storage containers or a cooler. He had a bucket as a seat, and he owned a propane stove, which was connected to a propane tank outside of the house structure by a garden hose. Um, He had an area for cleaning himself and his clothing with a large flat rock. Um, He shaved without a mirror. There, was, there wasn't a mirror anywhere in the camp. Um, Impressive. Well, I mean, if you're in everybody else's house, do you need one? Well, but... Like you just take a quick stop to shave while yeah, you're just stealing just a mattress. Have a look at their... Yeah, but then you leave, like, whiskers yeah. behind. That's a lot more obvious because he, he never no one did that. can clean up all those whiskers. Uh, he never you, did that. You guys think that you got them all, but there's always no, a billion no, more. We didn't, no, we, no, we didn't get them all. That, that man might think he I did. I don't even try no. to get them all. Okay. <laughs> you out of your mind. Uh, <laughs> a just what we all suspected. But I like yeah, that motion. So he kept himself clean with, like, sponge baths. He it's washed okay. his clothes. He stole like laundry detergent and soap and stuff. He washed his clothes and hung them to dry. Um, and then he had also had a, uh, the, his sleeping area had a tent. So a tent under the tarp. So the tent never got wet. Tentception. Yeah. And then in the <laughs> tent was a real bed, like it had a metal frame, a mattress, sheets, How the whole that? nine yards. How about that mattress? Yeah. <laughs> and it was piled high with sleeping bags. So wait, um, he, he took the mattress from one place and the frame from another place? Yes. No. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. He inconvenienced two beds yeah. for this bed. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. he could have just ruined one person's night. He, he deliberately <laughs> fucked up two people. Can I just say that when I visualized like a person being like, I had a mattress and now it's gone, I did not imagine I had a mattress on an actual bed and now it's gone. I imagined I had a spare mattress laying on the floor in a guest room <laughs> and now that spare mattress is gone. That's uh, where my mind went uh, because really? I am a person who lived in a house that had a spare mattress. No. In a it was just a regular mattress that they had that was like gone. That yeah, was just, on a bed just like a, a bed. normal person yeah, would have. Just gone. They just had it leaned up against the wall for yeah. aesthetics. <laughs> Aesthetics. Um, Hashtag aesthetic. He would collect rainwater in... Um, uh, Hashtag blessed. 60 to 90 <laughs> gallon water, uh, trash bins. And he used tarps tied to trees to keep things around the camp that he thought he would need. Um, a hammer had been there so long, the tree grew around it. So, nice. like, this man had been there for a very long time. It's weird um, he didn't need that hammer more than... <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you even need a hammer? If Apparently you just, not. Like, okay. He did such a good job of constructing this place. Yeah. He didn't need it. He could always just take another one. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. A very deep hole was his bathroom and his dump. A very deep hole. And <laughs> I shudder to think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he made a giant hole. Like, that's what he did. <laughs> that's uh, what she said. <laughs> and his, his dump was a corner of the camp where he buried his trash, and they said it didn't smell at all. So he did a good job of burying his trash. Wow. Um, where, where was his dump? <laughs> where did he dump? His lovely hermit dumps. His dump, his dump, his dump. <laughs> Weird. Weird even for you. <laughs> it made it made you laugh, so um, here's the weird part though, is that he wasn't totally isolated from media and culture. Um, mm. he listened to news on the radio while listening in well, living in the woods. He he admitted he listened to a lot of Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, That's a funny detail. Not a good sign. I know. Um, he also stole a tiny black and white TV that he powered by linking together car and boat batteries, and he watched PBS documentaries. Um, My man. <laughs> eventually, it became too hard to steal batteries for it, so he replaced it with a radio he could listen to TV shows with. Um, he especially liked Everybody Loves Raymond. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't? Everybody loves Raymond, literally. Yeah. It's in the I name. know. E- even <laughs> the Hermit of North Pond loves Raymond. Um, <laughs> he stole some version of like Game Boys. Uh, he played Tetris, Dig Dug, and Pokemon. Um, although, oh my God, <laughs> that was a dog. That years. was a dog. Um, he said he wouldn't steal it though, unless it looked old. Like he wouldn't steal something that looked brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, however, most of his time was spent reading and daydreaming. Yeah, some kid left this Game Boy at their summer at their home. Summer they home, don't yeah. need it. They probably, this is probably the kid that didn't even notice it was gone. <laughs> exactly. Like, they noticed the mattresses gone. How yeah. much stuff did this dude take that nobody noticed? Oh, a ton. Yeah. A I'm ton. I'm like fascinated to think that he played Pokemon of all things. Yeah, he played Pokemon. That's yeah, you have like If this you were a hermit, what would you play? I don't know. Probably Mega Man. It <laughs> <laughs> would a last Boy? three days in the woods. <laughs> so his main thing was reading, though. Like, he loved books. He would steal every book he could find, except for the Bible, of course. And he finished, Yeah, that's crossing a line. Yeah. And he said he finished them all, with the exception of Ulysses. <laughs> well, we all have that. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> who needs to finish Ulysses? <laughs> that's, so. that's actually, that's amazing. I want to put that one in my head right. and file it away. Even but if you're a crazy hermit, hermit with nothing to, to do, yeah. you can't finish, finish Ulysses. Ulysses. I love that. Yeah. This dude loved to read and he was stealing books for like 27 years or whatever. Yeah. But what did he do with the old ones? Had did he, he have like a giant of, library? He, he or used did he them like as bricks. Well, yeah. Sometimes he used them as toilet paper, especially if they're like John Grisham novels. He said, "Wow, wow. Oh, poor did John he, Grisham." He said that. Yeah, he did. Don't, Man, don't tell slam. John Grisham. Well, don't tell him. Yeah, poor John Grisham. <laughs> but I mean, he would steal whatever was available. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember that book that you and Chris were just talking about, Dave. That you both have tried to get through multiple times. David Infinite Chess. I wonder if he got through that one. Yeah. No one finishes I don't know. Infinite Chest. He might not finish <laughs> it either. So, you know, question, how did he steal? Um, how was he not detected? He took yeah. every precaution he could not to be caught. He His whole thing was not leaving footprints. Okay. So he when he would leave his camp, 
He had memorized a path to cabins that involved walking on rocks and roots and things like that. Mm-hmm. So he would not leave footprints. And he also did not leave his camp while there was snow. I'm sorry. TJ is pulling a me and trying to quietly eat, and it's making me laugh. Although falling snow would cover his tracks. Um, but, like, he had this so well memorized that he didn't even use a flashlight in the dark. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's been taking the same path for 27 years. Pretty yeah. Well, yeah. But still, if you think about it, it's it's pretty amazing even anyway. Even at first. Yeah. Like, he... Yeah. So, That's I mean, crazy. it's described as a dense and disorienting forest. Um, the writer of the book, like, tried to find the guy's camp and finally did. But in the process, he cut his hand and ripped his shoes. So it is not <laughs> an easy... Was he doing it in the dark? No. In, like, yeah, in not, daylight, like, in these still it's, it's not an easy environment. They call well, it's it... It's probably, like, super overgrown. Yeah, and, it's, yeah. They call it, like, the Jowsy or something. And it's it's just... It's this really dense oh. woods. Really dense woods. Um... And uh, sometimes he would borrow a canoe and go across the pond to steal, like, propane and things. So he would, um, like, steal from a camp across the pond and then paddle back. Okay. And then put the canoe back where he found it. Um, The kind of things that it's maybe harder to hoof it through the woods with. Yeah. He never stole from full-time residences, only the ones that, like, were there for the summer or the weekends. And um, he would usually go, go during a new moon when it's the darkest. That wow. makes a lot of That's sense. That's something I never would have thought of. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't live in a crazy, bizarre... <laughs> yeah. Are you saying I'm not a hermit? <laughs> I'm saying you're not a crazy person living under a tarp in the woods, so there's certain yeah. things that just don't occur to you. Yeah, but you brought Mega Man, he so was, you wouldn't I know, but I feel like most people who even take a lot of precautions yeah. wouldn't think of like what phase the moon yeah. is in. Well, at first he thought he would do it while the moon was bright, so he didn't need a flashlight, but then he like got so good at it, he didn't need the light. Wow. Um, he was really expert at picking locks and jimmying windows. Um, he had a Go. tool set with screwdrivers and files. And he also <laughs> was able to, to uh, disarm some alarm systems. Okay. Um, oh. and That's because people don't change their code from one, two, three, four pound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. Try yeah. one, 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 one. All right, now try one, 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 one two. two. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Um, so he and he wouldn't steal food that had been opened for fear of poisoning. Um, this is also why he did not leave any notes on the lists of things he needed or take the books. He was always afraid of a trap. Yeah, um, that makes sense. He tried to make sure nothing was disturbed that didn't need to be, and he would lock up after himself. Okay. The most amazing thing. He never set a fire. This is in Maine, where temperatures can reach negative 25 in the winter. No way. And he would never set a fire because it would give away his camp. Um, so he would use a small camp stove to melt enough water to drink. And every day he'd wake up around 2.30 a.m. and pace around to keep warm. Oh, my God. He said that if you go to sleep, you won't wake up in that kind of cold. Yeah. So his thing was that you have to be awake for it, and he would just try to keep as warm as he could. Be awake during the coldest times. Yeah. This for 25 winters? Yeah. 27. It was actually 27, yeah. I couldn't do that for a week. He also did have a lot of sleeping bags. he brought Mega Man. Bags. He did have a lot of sleeping bags. <laughs> it he does said, come back to that. Um, Sometimes he said that nothing would make his feet feel warm, though, and I kind of understand that. So, yeah. but he but he never lost anything to frostbite. So, 
Um, some winters he barely survived. He said he, um, he meditated when death was near due to hunger or cold. Um, he only slept indoors once. He was so anxious about being caught that he decided never to do it again. Yeah. So he didn't like sleep indoors. He just slept outside. Oh my gosh. I just, I'm still trying to, I don't know if you'll address it or not, but I'm trying to wrap my head around why someone does this. Yeah. That's part of it. It's like, why? Yeah. Why put Um, yourself through this? He also kept a cache of goods buried outside the camp in case he was ever discovered. So he had an extra tent and winter clothes and he could flee if necessary. He had a go bag. He had a go bag. (laughs) He had a go bag. He buried a go bag. Um, We should all bury go bags. He never really got ill, which kind of makes sense because you're not around people. Like you kind of have to be around people to get ill. Yeah. Um, But his prescription did start failing him. um, And he admitted things were blurry and he said his teeth hurt constantly. Um, however, he managed never to injure himself too badly. So I, 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 I just, this sounds like agony in every possible way. Mm-hmm. There's no comfort in this. Like, mm, it, it depends on who you are, though. If being around people in dealing with day-to-day life is uncomfortable enough and downright painful enough for you in some ways, that... Probably seems fine. This dude has to have some sort of social disorder. Yeah, there's there's yeah, there's something probably, like significant. Yeah. I mean, being here. around people mm-hmm. is probably bad, bad enough for yeah. him that almost dying in the winter it is, is yeah is fine. Wow. Well, yeah, um, right, like it comes down to exactly that. Like you'd rather meditate than and potentially starve and freeze. Then make death contact with a human. Then make contact with humans. Exactly. Yeah. Um, his capture created a big media frenzy. Um, people offered him land and rooms and cash. It became like this huge international story. Journalists, They're like, you stole from us for 27 years. Have all my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Journalists flocked to him. Um, about five songs, I think, were written by, about him. And wow. overseas, someone made a series of paintings. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, if you were like living you in this like housing place around this lake... Mm-hmm. And for 27 years, your stuff's, like, randomly disappearing. Like, <laughs> nothing major happens. Yeah. It's just kind of like you come back to your, like, vacation place, and, like, you're like, oh, well, I'm down a, a couple books well, and a you got box the batteries of again. It's yeah. like someone playing I'm Not Touching You for over a quarter of a decade. Yeah. yeah. It's but, just well, I'm well, Not Touching like, You. If, if you were living you. in that place, though, you at some point, like, it would just have to be funny. Like, Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, well, happened again. <laughs> I would right? like to think yeah. so. Guess what he took this time, Julie? Which I think that's why there's there was this, like support for when he got caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's partly what we feel about it, which is like partly impressed. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a long time, and he did it really well. I mean, if you're being honest, like he did a really, he was very proficient. Oh, yeah. The yeah. the police were very impressed with his crimes, to be honest. Like, yeah. um, they were. They he's, just, he's the perfect criminal. Yeah, they thought he did a really good job stealing. <laughs> <laughs> so. they, they told him so. Hey, uh, I just want good to tell job, you, buddy. he did a really good job. <laughs> But no, they were like, they were were impressed. I also like Um, the fact that he got caught and he was like, it's me, this how I done it. Yep. That's pretty much what happened was he's just like, I knew stealing was wrong every time I did it, but I did it anyway. And he admitted everything, which, which kind of threw the police off because they're used to like everybody denying everything. But yeah, but he's just like, no, I did it. Um, (laughs) So 
he he uh, remained silent, didn't accept any of these gifts. Uh, one single reporter he did write back to, which was the author of this book, Michael Finkel. Um, Christopher said he was doing it to relieve boredom. And um, they had some things in common, a love of books, nature, solitude, although to a lesser degree, obviously, for the reporter. (laughs) Um, Obviously not quite as big a fan of solitude. Um, And then also Christopher said that most of the letters he got were crazy, creepy, or just plain strange. Hmm. But the one that the journalist wrote him was pretty normal. And he wanted to try to, like, start fitting into society, so he was practicing conversation. Hmm. Um. That's interesting. I wonder, yeah, like, I just want to know his why. <laughs> yeah. And then also, why? what is motivating you to come back to society? Is it because now people know you exist and you kind of feel like you don't have the anonymity anymore? Well, right? I think once you're in jail, you're pretty much stuck, so... Yeah. Oh, oh, well, I guess he would have been thrown in jail for yeah. all of this kind of yeah, did, did, so, did I miss how long? Yeah, no, I haven't mentioned that. Although, let me go okay. back to say that he burglarized about 40 times a year over 27 years. So that's approximately 1,080 break-ins, which each is a felony. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that's a lot. That's Even a though lot. he did it in, like, the nicest possible way. Yeah. All right, but take a, take a second to realize this for a second. Even if... If you went grocery shopping 40 times a year and you could only go 40 times a year. Yeah. Like yeah. disregarding the fact that you're going into some random place that's got potentially nothing in it. Could you do that? Could you survive on that? I don't know. It's not very I many mean, supply runs he was for a year. Close to that's death. what I'm saying. Like only he, let's like, he also what, admitted once every... to trying to get fat every winter to like because he knew he would need it. That's like, why like the candy bars. Yeah, and like peanut he would, butter. He would t- drink a lot of alcohol and eat a lot of like sugar and stuff yeah. and try to get fat every what's winter. What's he trying to say? <laughs> I feel personally offended. But wow. I mean, I feel personally attacked by this that. relatable content. Yes. And and like yeah, there there was food to be stolen at like the Pine Tree Camp and stuff. But still, like he did, he get got close to dying a few times. You yeah. Know? It wasn't easy. Still, for only him. forty times a year. Like, what? Um, what was he surviving on? Other, like, he had to have been doing something else. He was that's hibernating, like, like a bear. That's, that's once fishing, a week in a hunting half. or he, he didn't. He didn't have hunt, fire. No, he just he only stole. Wow. But he stole. I mean, he stole a lot of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like he went. <laughs> he went on forty trips think, and think only got like one and thing how each much time. stuff you can steal from a camp that buys in bulk. Yeah, yeah, but he's he also, also trying. Like, he's living through that winter, and he's only robbing the places that's seasonal. Like, how much yeah. stuff is going to be in a place there's where there's a lot nobody of there? Seasonal right. places there, and people leave stuff behind. And what he was stealing anyway was going to be like your non-perishable items yeah, like that yeah. people would goods, leave. Oatmeal, Although there underwear. was somebody who was underwear. going to have. with the garbage. He buried it. Remember, I told you. Oh yeah, yeah. He got real good at remember his his dumps his, his dump his dump his dump his dump. Oh, I was his too busy hermit yeah. about his lovely der- hermit dump. Yeah, <laughs> you, so. were, you were still thinking about poop. But yeah. I mean, there was somebody who was going to have a party on the weekend, and they bought a whole bunch of chickens, and he stole all the chickens. <laughs> she was very like unhappy. Live chickens? <laughs> no, like frozen ones. But still, how was, did he cook it? Because he didn't he had, make fine. He had, he a, had propane a propane stove. stove. That oh. can't be a very healthy way to cook a chicken. Just over a little propane. That's burner. all he did. Although he's, I uh, mean, he admitted I mean, that his I've cooking was like not really. Left cooking, something but, to yeah. be desired. Yeah, exactly. But 
Yeah. You do what you do. Yeah. Um, so where was I? Oh, yeah. So jail was hard for him. He said he was always tired and always nervous. And he admitted he knew stealing was wrong and felt guilty about it every time he did it. Yeah. Um, he wished for quiet and he stopped shaving while in jail to look like everyone thought he should. So he, wow. <laughs> as sort of like a weird practical joke, he decided to become the hermit that everybody thought he should be. That's funny. <laughs> um, so why? Well, Christopher Knight never gave a good reason why. Oh, my God. Um, I know. That's it. There's never. That drives me nuts. I know. Never is a good explanation. He had a good upbringing. He was never abused. He was never in the military. He said he wasn't running from anything. He hadn't had any trauma. Um, and then the author of this book said that Knight doesn't fit into the usual categories of hermits. So there's three categories that normally happen. So one is pilgrims, which are religious, which okay. he was not. Um, then there's protesters who are angry at what the world has become. But yeah. gotta live off grid. Yeah. Thoreau. Can't we, give we it got, to the man. Yeah. Transcendentalists. Right but, yeah, transcendentalists. <laughs> but Christopher yeah. said that he had no opinion of how things were. Um, and then the final top, the final um, category was pursuers, those who isolate themselves to work on their art or science or discover themselves. But he never wrote anything down. He didn't create anything. Aside from reading, he didn't yeah, really. He didn't do anything. Do anything creative of his no, own. No, he never did anything creative of his own. And he also swore that he never spoke to anyone, not even himself, which I find hard to believe because I talk to myself in the freaking grocery store. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. I talk to myself a lot. Yeah. But in 27 years, he said that the only word he said was hi, and it was because he happened upon a hiker and freaked out and thought he should say hi. So he said hi to this hiker. So <laughs> In 27 years to say one word. Yeah. Um, that might be the strangest thing. How would you feel if thing. you were that hiker? <laughs> yeah, right. In real like, life, this news oh, is shit. breaking, and then you're I, I like, think, Wait, I, "I think I talked to I that, guy. that guy." I think he said I, hi. I saw him. <laughs> he said hi. I said hi. Because he, he usually would stay off paths, but I mean, sometimes he would go hiking or whatever, and you know, mm -hmm. go see Plot nature. Twist, there's two hermits, and that was the other one. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the only time that one said hi in 25 years. That's a good plot twist. He, he's sitting, I like this. He's sitting Can we in write his this little novel? retreat right now listening to his radio. Fucking amateur. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like eating a can of beans. <laughs> so some background on who this man is, because, you know, who is this man? Yeah. He was born in 1965 to a family of very smart individuals. Um, it was a family that mostly kept to themselves, which was not unusual in Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, he was five siblings, um, all boys, one girl and his, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So they were very stoic. Like his family was very stoic. They didn't, uh, they weren't very touchy feely. Oh. Um, but he explained them as loving. They split logs, kept a garden. They were just rural people. Um, they very much valued innovation, fixing and building things. Oh. Um, the boys, of the family built a greenhouse by burying hundreds of one-gallon milk jugs filled with water to create a heat sink Ooh. so that they could grow food all winter. Like, these were very clever people who learned to live off the land. That's industrious. I thought yes. so, too. I, I so, like, to understanding that. how he knew how to do this yeah. kind of thing, that explains yeah. that part of it. So, 
I just want to know how he got started. Like, was he just like hiking one day and be like, fuck it, I'm not going I back. I can just stay yeah, out here. I hate my job. He, I hate I'm my getting apartment. to that, but yes. He walked between those two rocks and went, oh shit, there's no one will find in me in here. There's a whole thing. <laughs> he just walks so, back there and goes, dibs. <laughs> He had a few friends in high school, never did sports or clubs, didn't go to prom. Um, after high school, he was learning com- computer repair, and he had a job installing home alarm systems, which is how he knew to disarm a lot of them. Hmm. Um, and then one day in 1986, at age 20, he just left. He said the reason was that he was not content. First, he drove to Florida. And then up to northern oh, Maine. It's never a good idea to go to Florida. Yeah, he drove. Feel from, <laughs> he drove from like Boston to Florida, then to northern Maine. Wow. Um, and just, I like how Florida was so bad. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to Maine." <laughs> no, <laughs> going to Maine. I'd rather freeze to death than deal with this he, shit. Well, he's from Maine, to be fair. Um, <laughs> it's just like, nope, 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 and then back north. <laughs> well, once the car was almost out of gas, he abandoned it in the woods and put the keys on the dashboard. Um, the car was never recovered, so I assume it's just, like, there's a Subaru brat there somewhere in the main woods just hanging out. <laughs> with with um, keys if you want with it. With keys if you want it, you know. Um, oh, gosh, where was I? I'm sorry. Uh, you, you, you said earlier that no one filed a missing person report. Oh, yeah, so his parents. That's trippy. They just assumed he was off doing his own thing. They were very private. Mm. So they didn't want to, like, involve the authorities. Right. Um, you know, I bet Christopher is off living behind a boulder somewhere. <laughs> He's just fine. <laughs> I mean, his his father died 15 years into his hermitage, um, and they listed him as a survivor. So his family obviously thought he was they alive somewhere. They figured he was out there. Yeah, they knew he, they figured he was out there somewhere. Um, so, yeah, so he, he left his car in the woods and, um, he took off with a tent, a little food and started camping and then he moved southward. Um, he never, he did he didn't, hmm, didn't have a gun or a <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. Hmm. Mm, that's my angry, I can't talk moment. Um, so he didn't have a gun or a fishing rod he thought he could forage for food, but he was obviously mistaken because this is Maine yeah. and you can't do that. Yeah. Um, he stole from gardens when he finally got hungry enough. And um, he finally came upon his campsite, which he decided was, he realized was perfect. And then he just decided to live there. It is perfect. If you're going to, if you're going to live out in the woods and isolate yourself, there's certain things that you that you cannot do for yourself. Yeah. You can't provide food for yourself year-round, definitely. Well, and that's part of the, the thing he brought up in the book is this, that there's you can't... It's very difficult to be a hermit and not be a part of society at all, not rely on society at all for your food at least. Yeah. yeah. Like, And he gave some historical <clears throat> examples of hermits that, like... Relied on society for food. They would, like, make crafts or something and have somebody sell them for them for yeah. food or something yeah. like that. But it's just, it's very difficult to be but completely by yourself. Yeah. I you mean, can't go entirely off the grid. You really can't. You're reliant somehow. At least not as one person. Like, 
Yeah. There's certain things that like a collective is. <laughs> yeah. You need a collective. But you need more than one person. Yeah, it's just like talking it's... about one of them creepy like cults that live in the woods. Not like... <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. If you're like 25 get... <laughs> doves in a trench coat, you could probably do it. Yeah, maybe. But not as one person. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, just get like 20 or some 20 or so people together and just move into the middle of the woods and. You know, like make small little, you know, like mud huts, and then like make convince them that religion. convince them that you're God. Yeah, that's, that'll work. That'll that's work. how you that survive. Is a cult. I, I, cult. I mean, words. Cultado, cultado. <laughs> cultado, cultado. <laughs> Not to be confused with cul de sac. <laughs> Very different things. Mm. Or cul de sac. The plural so, form. I mean, he said that he that was has raised to, do with to know right or wrong, but like it's just one of those things that he had to change his value system in order it to do It felt like a necessity. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a bare necessity. A bare necessity. <laughs> so once he was in prison and everything, like obviously he got mentally... Um, Evaluated. Assessed. Assessed. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, he's incredibly smart. He denied having a photographic memory, but could recall passages from books he read decades earlier. Wow. Like, um, he, and He's got to be some variant of uh, autistic. You think? Well, they diagnosed him as having some character traits of Asperger's. Mm -hmm. He would avoid eye contact. He didn't like touching or hugging. And mm. some of schizoid personality disorder, which is an indifference to social relationships and a limited range of social expressions. And okay. people with schizoid personality disorder also rarely feel there's anything wrong with them. So me and this wow. dude get along great. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, actually, like, it kind of made me think, like, maybe my brother has schizoid personality disorder. I mean, that's part of the reason I was kind of interested in the hermit is I do have a brother who is 40, yeah. lives with my parents, hasn't had a job in decades. Okay. Never has a girlfriend, never had a boyfriend. Yeah. Doesn't have friends, doesn't talk to anyone but my parents. Interesting. It's very weird. Is he like happy that way? Yeah. He, okay. That's what he does. That's just so, I just don't, I don't understand it. That's I don't either. I, I yeah. think that's what situations... Like this, like stories like this are so interesting because it is not the norm, and well, it's yeah. so far outside of like what's what normal to you. We use our value system. Yeah. Yeah. We use solitary confinement as punishment. Yeah, right. and right. here is a man who sought it out for yeah. decades. I mean, solitary the only reason crazy. only reason he didn't go crazy is he still had stimulation. Like he yes. had games and he had books. It wasn't mm -hmm. like. Just solitary, no. no stimulation all the time. He could this is go true. for hikes and yeah, yeah. He was he was kind of free to do his own thing. This is very true. Yeah. Um, wow. And so the journalist he was speaking to that wrote the book, Michael Finkel. Um, Every time you say Finkel, I think Finkel is Einhorn. I keep thinking <laughs> that Einhorn too. is Finkel. He What's he that noted from? that it's Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. <laughs> So Christopher Knight was very concerned that people thought he was crazy. Like, he didn't like the hermit, like, label. He didn't yeah. like people thinking he was crazy. Yeah. And he thought that there wasn't anything wrong with him. Bro, you lived in the um, woods for 27 years. <laughs> yeah, this is... 
Atypical, to say the least. So the court finally sens- like sentenced him. It was Bro. to seven months Bro. in jail, of which he had served all but a week of. So like in order in waiting his trial, he he's served seven months about, and then two thousand dollars in restitution to his victims, and even the prosecuting attorney thought a longer sentence for this man would be cruel. Mm. So they basically. How is he going to pay the restitution? <laughs> That's my first thought. Where's this dude? Is he going to sell his geographic bricks? Yeah. What's he going to do? So he got a job with his brother who owns a scrap metal business. Um, and he avoided people further, including the journalist who wrote the book. Mm-hmm. Um, he showed up on his court dates, went to therapy as part of his sentence. To, fill, to fulfill the community service portion of the sentence, he painted a building being restored. Um, hmm. And he reconnected with a woman he knew from high school who wanted to have Bible study dates with him. Oh okay. Um, All right. Which he wasn't oh. so down with the Bible study, but... I was going to say, the, the man who was not, not religious. religious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, I mean, the last interaction the author had with him was a very depressed one where he threatened to just go out into the woods and die. Oh. But luckily he has not done that. And um, so he still lives to this day in, in Maine with his family. Wow. Um, and then while he didn't want to give some sort of fortune cookie hermit insight, he did try to explain his solitude. Um, he said, solitude bestows an increase in something valuable, my perception. But when I applied my increased perception to myself, I lost my identity. There was no audience, no one to perform for. To put it romantically, I was completely free. Wow. Holy balls. So That's so close to the transcendentalist thing. Yeah. yeah the idea of the loss of ego as a result I of like... I am an invisible Yeah, eyeball. transparent eyeball. Yeah. It's, the, yeah. it's the Emerson transparent, thing. That's as word. much as he hated Thoreau, because he did hate Thoreau. But, <laughs> hell yeah. Did he when really? The, when yes. the he thought Thoreau comparison. was a big old faker, because like, Thoreau had like dare parties and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Thoreau yeah. kind of was a yeah. faker. Um, and he was just an asshole. But. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, that's so interesting that he actually achieved something. Yeah. That that people talked about romantically in literature for as as a movement. It was like a yeah. movement of 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 of, uh, of thought about the self and our relationship to nature. And he actually did it mm-hmm. for twenty seven years. That's yeah, I mean, without getting caught, without getting caught, without writing poems about it. No, <laughs> he said that he would he would never want anyone to read what he was thinking. So he never wrote it down. Hmm. I just. I, I think I've done a flip here because I thought for a while just what a what a weirdo, but like I kind of. I think it is relatable in some ways, and just not even. You just can't even fathom unfathomable yeah, it's in unfathomable, other ways. Exactly, like all of us like think like yeah, I could just go out in the woods and disappear for a while. But or at the like same I time, wish like, I could just quit life. Yeah, and just disconnect. Just quit life, and abdicate. Not deal. I'm done and yeah, go away. Like he just pulled the but, he pulled the plug on a normal life completely. Yeah, I mean I can say he went from twenty to forty seven <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> I can say from like past experience, I. If I have, like, time off from work or whatever, I'll be like, oh, man, I'm not going to do anything. I don't even want to see anyone. Yeah. 
two days in, I'm like, I need to make contact with someone. <laughs> yeah, like, where is the rest of the world? I yeah. remember days in college when, like, it'd be winter, it'd be depressing out, no one was doing anything, all my friends were busy. I would just walk around the dorm and see who was around because I was just needed something. Like, yeah. it. I go crazy after a couple days. Normal for most of us. Like we need that human connection. I feel like I could do it. (laughs) (laughs) You think so? You think you could do it? I mean, like setting aside all the like crazy survival stuff of like it being Northern Maine and all that. You're Central Maine, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Just like imagining that you're completely by yourself. I mean, how long do you really think you'd make it? I don't know. I don't know if I could make it a year. I don't think I could do it. I don't Mm. think I could make it a year. But here's the other question is, well, if you do it for a while, do you develop something in you that makes it possible to keep doing it? Like, what does that do to you? Do you learn to love that? And, like, does it make it so that that's actually, like, that's your routine now? So do you crave it? Like, does yeah. it just become what you actually yeah, want to like, do? Uh, or wanna, is it just, like, like, your normal? Does he go back? Like, is, does he take, like, a weekender and, like, go sit next to his rock? Yeah, like, I wonder if he ever goes and visits it. I don't, not that the author mentioned. I mean, they did eventually send in, like, a cleanup crew to, like, clean up his camp. So there's not really much left of it. Um, That's sad. We have the technology. Some sort of environmental, (laughs) I don't know what, that, like, dug up his dolphin, you know. We have a a whole bunch of National Geographic magazines and some tarps. Yeah. We can rebuild it. (laughs) Shit, I could probably build that stuff with the shit out of my truck. (laughs) Yeah, right. You can just take garbage from around here and build that in my backyard. Let's we do it. He volunteered. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so cool. Yeah, it's pretty. It was a pretty, inter- pretty interesting story. Um, I did like his reaction to learning about text messages. Um, <laughs> Wait, really? What? Yeah. Like he so, was blown away by texting. Or? Well, somebody was like trying to entice him into the, like the regular world. Like, oh, there's telephone, like cell phones now, yeah. and you can text and everything. And he's just like. Why do I want to send a telegraph by phone? We're going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. <laughs> like, He's not wrong. He was very no. confused by some of the new technology. But of all the people <laughs> in the world, he should be able to understand not wanting to interact with people. Yeah, but, yeah, but also at the like, same time as that. I don't want to talk to you. Here's a text message. But at the same time as that, it, that's what texting has become. But first you had to get to... Oh, you can be connected to people all over the world and everyone in your pocket. You have it on you constantly and you're never not connected to everything. Isn't that great? Yeah, but then society took a natural progression, which was hard pass text message. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) Yes, I'm connected to everyone constantly, but also I don't want to hear your voice. Yeah. (laughs) Or really interact with you. Just like picture the guy looking at the text and go, nah, you know, I'm really more of a call guy. I'm just really, I'm the guy that calls. Like, no, you're not. Yeah, there was a lot of things he didn't really understand, like downloading music music by your computers and he's like you're spending like these 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 machines that cost thousands of dollars and you're playing the radio on them he's just like no i'll just stick to the radio and records thanks oh my god did he have a record player well not in the camp but he was aware of record players it's just like Hmm. i wonder i mean he left it he had a nice patrol 1986 so you know I wonder, like, how, because, like, most most of us, like, you know, being part of society, get to engage with all the new developing mm-hmm. things. 
he must have just had this sort of like shadows on a cave wall idea about like what yeah. he heard on the radio. That's what I'm but thinking. Think of how like, cool that would be. Like you break into somebody's house and you're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> what and is it's it? Like the, a, what, what I mean, it's like a PSP he or something. Game Boys. <laughs> he figured out a Game Boy. What exactly so. is a pisp? A pisp. <laughs> and he knew to like link together car batteries to like run a TV, which I thought well, was Well, he kind also built a LARP alarm system. He also so. came yeah. from a family that that was innovators. knew to yeah. like make a the greenhouse out of water bottles they buried which was like really impressive to me yeah yeah i didn't i never thought about doing that before that's very interesting like ingenuity so much ingenuity yeah (laughs) okay so uh, just while we're talking about it uh, there's this dude that i that that, uh, i really like on youtube is his channel is primitive technology Hmm. and he actually does sort of like working his way through evolutionary history like building like you know like a shack in the woods and then like Panning for like, uh, like stuff he can smelt or down and metals. make you make into like you know, uh, you know, like metal ore and stuff. Primitive tools. And every time I watch him, I want to go out in my backyard and just start ripping stuff <laughs> down because it's like it just looks like fun. Also, yeah. they're just quiet videos of like. Does he put music in them? Mercifully, he neither talks nor plays music. That's it's just the best. quiet videos of music. him doing yeah. the things. It's not let me explain to you how I did this. It's watch me do this. All like just sort of doing the thing. Yep. You but see yeah. him cut his feet up and then make sandals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to right. avoid cutting his feet up. <laughs> but it's like it's the, really interesting channel. Those primitive technologies, uh, you know, are the kind of thing that actually enable you to, you know, survive in places that aren't 25 below zero, you know. Yeah. It's like that's the and, and and I and I imagine our hermit guy had to develop a whole bunch of like skills that are like analogous to those. Yeah, he said he was not religious. However, at, he said anything below negative twenty, it's like a men in a foxhole. Everybody's religious. You just pray for warmth. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you just pray. Yeah. So that's what he said about that. God, that sounds like so terrible. Oh yeah, like he he suffered <laughs> in order to him, stay. Yeah. Hidden, because that was the most important thing, is to be hidden, not be discovered, and be alone. Like, rather yeah. rather than be discovered, he yeah. would die. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he was very committed to this fact. I still just like that he'd rather be in Maine than Florida. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, he, like, went to Florida, saw what the climate was, and went, I think I'll take my chances in Maine. It was probably the people. <laughs> Well, that Florida man was on the loose. It was I not mean, safe there. Between the climate and the bugs, like, this would not be my first choice. But, you know, yeah. I guess it's whatever you're used to. It's like the like the all or nothing approach is so crazy. Like, why not just settle down in Georgia for a minute? <laughs> right. See how maybe, you like it. Maybe Seattle. Yeah. Just yeah. Have, yeah. maybe go over to go the other. Rainy yeah. but temperate, you know. <laughs> yeah. Northern California seems okay. <clears throat> There's wine. There's like, wine. If you're one of those people, though, that, like, owns a house up there, what point do you just, like, put out extra sleeping bags and shit every year? Yeah, right. Like, just, like... Because well, you, you well, know... Like, take the you, obvious you knew, stuff, Yeah, but he knew, like, that they got a, enough sense of him to know what his preferences were. Yeah, they did. So, yeah. like, why would you not put out, like, shoes and, like, things that wouldn't be... Like, couldn't be a well, trap? Well, some resented him. Um, obviously, because they, you know. Yeah, but I mean, the people that were putting out, like, notes. Oh, the people put, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm sure that they did. They probably left stuff on purpose. Who knows? Like, yeah. you know, extra batteries or extra sticks in the freezer. Who knows? You know? Lots of peanut that's, butter. That, for me, is the unforgivable one. Don't take my steak. 
My steak is yeah, but if you're if you're, if you're leaving your steak in the freezer if for six months, yeah, you don't care <laughs> no. that much okay, about point. that steak. Good point. Although they said that um, people would start labeling things as lamb that weren't lamb because they figured out he wouldn't like steal lamb, so they would like label <laughs> their steaks lamb. <laughs> like he's not into lamb, so yeah. just label it all. They lamb. Label it all That's lamb. really funny. <laughs> yeah, how how a town like. Yeah, copes like, yeah. with something they can't control. Yeah. That's so... Just like, label st- it all lamb. Label it all lamb. <laughs> Strategy. He didn't take these batteries. I said they were lamb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that was awesome. Thank that you. Is I think if I knew that, I would just tie a lamb up. So I was sorry. worried, but <laughs> Incredibly you. interesting. Okay, good. I, no reason to be nervous. I... It's it's fascinating to me in so many ways, but like the duration has got to be like yeah. the yeah. showstopper. The twenty seven years is the showstopper. This kind of thing is endlessly fascinating to me, and it's the length of time, the motivation, motivation, yeah. the yeah. Yeah. how exactly. good a job he did. Yeah, yeah, and the why, the why is always the fascinating why. Well, yeah, of like, exactly, because all of us would go crazy in solitary, but obviously this man. That's what he sought. Yeah. yeah. He didn't want to interact with fellow humans. And, like, even when he met with the journalist and everything, he was just like, you don't like hugging people, do you? Like, he didn't want anyone to touch him. Wow. So. Hmm. I hope he's doing okay now. I hope so. Like, the journalist kind of lost track of him because he wouldn't let him keep track of him, all, yeah. you know? Well, yeah, yeah. Right. He's he's pretty good at shaking people. He's pretty apparently. good at shaking people. <laughs> he's pretty so, good at not talking to anybody. Yeah, but hopefully he's doing okay, doing whatever he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I like to think that like that dude. I like to think that he found a way to like reintegrate into the world and still keep his privacy. Yeah, yeah. They found a way to fit into society yeah. on his terms. Yeah, I mean, and most of us aren't happy with everything about society, but yeah. we yeah. learn to cope. So maybe he learned to cope. Yeah, maybe he found a way. After all that time away, he figured out what things he needed to feel good and okay, and just sought those in the in the context of like a normal life. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna leave out an extra pair of shoes and an unopened Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> he would love that a jar of peanut butter. Jarpy like, butter and some Smarties. He'd love that. It's like Santa Claus, but not. Yeah. The North Potter is like Santa Claus. Yeah. It's like he never gives me he anything back, but anything. I'm going to leave him some cookies. But the cookies he would take. Yeah. Maybe, Pre-packaged. Maybe pre-packaged year, cookies. Not homemade. He, he comes through your chimney you and might, takes one of your you things. You might poison him. <laughs> That's a great point. Uh, reverse oh. Santa. <laughs> Um, well, thank you so much for that. That is just an amazing story. Yay. I'm going to probably end up doing some after episode research on this yeah. guy. Because I just, like, I want to see his face, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, like, things. I just want, like. You just want to know what he looks like. Exactly. If there's, if there's any photos of where he lived, Malkin. I want to see them. There are. Christopher Knight? <laughs> yeah, Christopher Knight. is mm. spelled like you think with Same a K. And, um, <laughs> Same deal. He, uh, yeah, there are pictures of where he lived. Although, when he led the police officers there he was embarrassed because not not because he stole everything but because it wasn't clean enough so it was like <laughs> us when you invite people over and you're just like oh i'm sorry the house is a mess you know <laughs> it's like oh you know i uh was a little busy the other day yeah. and you get to tidy up around exactly here. he was embarrassed about how it wasn't tidy enough that's adorable. No. 27 years alone and he was 
not expecting company. No, he was not. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't envision that. No. I get it. Note: not Christopher Knight, the actor. If you search for Christopher Knight, <laughs> that's the real guy. Wrong guy. Yeah, no, no. This is this is the hermit. <laughs> yeah, it's like 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 Christopher Knight parentheses hermit. Hermit, exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, I hope he's still working for his brother or whoever, and he's okay out there. I don't know. So He sure does look pretty normal. Yeah. Let me see. He's I mean, a, normal-ish. He's a, he's a normal-looking guy. He's yeah. a normal guy. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to definitely end up doing even further research on this, because I'm mean, just blown away. I read the book because I was fascinated by the idea. Yeah. So I read the book, and that's why I came up with the Like, Christy was like, you want to do the research? And I was like... Well, what about this book I'm reading? <laughs> so. Perfect. We should do our uh, next podcast from the woods. What do you think? Let's <laughs> just, right. just build a shack and just right. podcast build a shack from there in now. the woods with yeah. all this technology and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just bring some double A's. It's yeah. fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, uh, a lot of extension cords. So I guess this kind of does it for this episode of Goose Chase. Yeah. Goose Chase. I really. Goose Chase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to get it on. Uh, I really appreciate you guys being here for this. Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to. Play us out. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you for being here. Thank you for providing the mouth trumpeting. Uh, thank you. Uh, thanks just thanks for being our friends. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for allowing me and her to drive off more of your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Not we're, so. We're racing to the bottom, so we appreciate your help. <laughs> you should have told me that. I would have been would have taken a filter off more. <laughs> uh, so we will be back next week. With another episode of Goose Chase, we might actually have to do our own goddamn work for once. Mm. Oh man, vacations over. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. we avoided it for three weeks. Yeah, we, did. we did all right. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> so thank you for listening. As always, we will see you next week with another episode of Goose Chase. Goose Chase. See you next week. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. 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 You've been listening to Goose Chase. We are Goose Chase Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at Goose Chase Pod, and our website is www.goosechasepodcast.com. If you have any topics you'd like us to research, please email us at goosechasepodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do on the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. Want to go on a goose chase? Ooh, yes. 